Somebody said name five rappers better than Kendrick Lamar. All time? Yes, so. Man, that's pretty easy. To name five rappers better than Kendrick Lamar? Better? Yeah. You can name easily five rappers better than Kendrick okay, Lamar? Maybe not easily, but I could probably name five that I would probably say that are all time better than Kendrick. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Biggie. You Drake. think Biggie's a better rapper than Kendrick Lamar? Rapper? Yeah. I'd probably say Biggie is probably a better rapper than Kendrick. Yeah. Your next one is insane. Andre 3000. You just said Drake's a better rapper than Kendrick I Lamar? I said Dre. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Doctor? Just, no, I'm clarifying. Dre, I was saying Andre 3000. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, Dr. Dre? Scarface. We can go uh, Nas. We could go Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could name five for real if you really want me to name five. Like, maybe I shouldn't have said easy, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Is it crazy to say I don't think any of those rappers are better than Kendrick Lamar? No, nah, it's not. Like, in the years, like the 2010s and 2020s, like if if we look back at those bars, like I, I do think Biggie, like I'm always going to put Biggie up there and sometimes I put him one just because it's Biggie. Um, but like if you really sit down and analyze it, like out of this world, like he's, Kendrick Biggie Lamar is rapping, Ken, Kendrick is rapping circles around like a lot of niggas. Most sure. of the niggas from the nineties, like yeah, just yeah. because the the level of rap wasn't at the level it's at now. Uh huh. It's kind of like having the the Mike LeBron. And LeBron debate. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike was the best in his time. Braun is probably the best in his time to a lot of people. No, LeBron. You know what I'm LeBron will play circles around Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why For these sure. old men won't get it. LeBron will Bro. dunk. On on Michael Jordan yeah, think, every play. I think Braun would have definitely ran Jordan out of the gym. Come on like, now. Without a doubt. He would have ran like a 90s version of Jordan out of the gym without doubt. at his age today. Yeah, yeah, for like sure. Like 30, 37-year-old LeBron James is a problem to every year of Michael Jordan still. <laughs> <laughs> like he is a problem for every year of Michael Jordan's oh, career. That's crazy. 37 LeBron is. Yeah, like yeah. The nineties LeBron, like prime not not LeBron, nineties Bulls Mike, Mike yeah. doesn't even want to see number six Miami Heat LeBron. Um, he's too physical. <laughs> like And I know Jordan was physical too. He worried about the <laughs> he worried about the bad boys. <laughs> right. Nah, that was demon LeBron. Oh my god. And gosh. then bro, him now, the N season tournament LeBron. Like you said at 37, it yeah. doesn't even make sense for this guy to still be doing what he's doing, bro. He's a bully. Yeah, man. When, I, he, when he turns it on, like, because sometimes bro be lollygagging, like, Braun got an on and off switch. But when he's on, when he turns the he switch on, He can turn on, championship bro, mode on. Like, There's no better player in the world. Yeah, bro. Um, What is it? Do you remember from NBA Street, like, right when you were about to win, you could turn Game Breaker on? Yeah, yeah. He knows, <laughs> he knows how to get the Game Breaker mode. Sure, like, he doesn't sure. even have to be <laughs> game on the line. Yeah. Like, he knows how to flip... He has a cheat code. Like, he has a hack. He can just flip. He's got right, mods. Right. Takeover <laughs> can, mode for Yeah, sure. he, he can flip takeover mode on. Yeah, his, yeah. I forgot that's what it's called in 2K now. Mm-hmm. Lame. Mm-hmm. Niggas don't know about that game breaker mode. Oh, Break that goal on you. Stop playing. We, we in the building, though. <clears throat> we back, man. Episode 281. Yeah, man. Rising grind, boys. We back. At it. You ready to get to the business, man? I'm ready, bro. All right, man. Let's do this. Oh man. Actually, yeah, we definitely.
Barbs, we fucking back. <laughs> been waiting on that. Yeah, man. Barbs, we at it. If these diamonds are mine, they can't win me down. And new Nicky back, nigga. What makes you think you could wait me down? What makes you think you could wait me down? I could stay back, I could take that, calm and lay back, on our way back, make a movie, watch the playback, now I'm saved that, I don't play that. Nasty. I know y'all fucking feeling I wasn't trending that, let us consider that. Immigrants who are boss, bitches bitter and mad. Popping out like a cork, ducking them like Bjork. Bitches get out of line, I get them with them talk. I tell them send a jet, a Valentine. Party ho. See like the way you grip my house, cut my breasts. Shading like silhouettes, spinning like silhouettes. You gave me a bitch, think you still zero net. Mulatto. I just wanna pull up. Man, that's funny. We in the fucking building though. Like I said, episode 281 of the Rise and Grind podcast. It's your boy Roderick. Yes, sir. I'm Jakari. We back in the building, like you said, it's, my brother. It's Monday. I feel good. Yes, sir. I feel your energy, bro. What's happening? What's going on? I know you're excited for Nikki. We're gonna Come get on, to Kari. that. We're gonna get to that. What the fuck, man? Why can't we get to it <laughs> now? I wanna get to it now. We gotta keep them engaged, man. We gotta keep them engaged. We're gonna get to it though. I know you're excited. I can hear it. I can feel it. It's Nikki week, man. Man, when the album came out on Friday, you was all in the group chat, nigga. I couldn't even, I couldn't even. I can't even let you hit my phone first before hey, you. It's one phone. of them ones, man. Shit, like, and I was I, like, "Fuck!" And I'm, I'm glad that our guy group doesn't make me feel some type of way about being a guy and going crazy over the nigga. Nah. This is just the great rapper dropping music, guys. Yeah, yeah man. We get it come on now. That regardless of who it is. Bro. <clears throat> All right, but no, like Kari said, we'll get into it later. We'll get to it. Even though it is fucking Barbie week. <laughs> nah, nah. You better believe it. The fuck? Yes, sir, man. But now, what's up, bro? How you been? Um, you know, I think it's been another week since we've been in the studio. I've seen you, obviously, but how yeah. you been? What's been going on? Same old, same old. Um, you know, potting, working, losing basketball kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you said, kids? No, I'm saying like losing, like they're losing. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like niggas was dropping it, dropping off the team or something. Oh no, I wish. <laughs> oh, oh boy, how I how I kill for a third tryout. <laughs> man, I'd get another cut in. Oh man, that's crazy. No, nah, but um, I've been good. Yeah, I'm happy to be back in the stew. I hate when Thursdays go by and we can't be in the stew. Facts. Um, messes up your whole week, kind of. Right? Oh my gosh, just yeah. feel just like feels unproductive. Yeah, like yeah. for me. And I know um, I want to make a way for the listeners to relate to it. Like, imagine if you were sick out of work and the first couple of days, it was like, you know what? All right, cool. Like, I got a couple of days off of work. Now it's gotten to the point where it's like three, four, five days you've been out of work. 
Like, you really want to go back. You miss the niggas at work, low-key. Like, now you're losing money. You've been off the clock. <laughs> Damn, it's time to get back to work, man. Yeah. Like, that's that's how I feel on the days we can't work. Like, shit. Mm-hmm. We're losing productivity, right. money. Engagement, um, goddamn. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> like, we don't not want to be in. I hope you guys don't think we take these days off because there's there's no reason why I would not want to be in the stew. Like, this is work. Oh, my gosh. This is home. <laughs> <clears throat> but how have you been, Corey? I've been good, bro. Uh, this past week, though, I ain't going to lie, man. Um, I've been getting over. I really don't know if it was a cold or a fever. I kind of felt um, on Wednesday. I kind of felt like a little bug. Catch me, bro. You know, I really don't get sick. I do a great job throughout the year making sure my immune system is up. Yeah, Corey taking, takes his elderberry. Yeah, taking my vitamins, <laughs> bro. Like, I'm really, like, keen to that shit. Always been. So I hardly ever get sick. So when I do, it fucks me up, bro, because right. it's always unexpected. So same thing this time around. I think it's just because of the weather and how much it's been going back and forth. Cold, hot, cold, hot. I've been turning the heat on, having to turn it back off, turn the AC on for a couple of days. And, and regardless of that, I'm still sleeping with fans on at night. So I think it just caught up to me. You probably still can kind of hear it in my voice. I'm a little congested. Yep, but yep. Um, that was Wednesday, bro. So soon as Wednesday hit, man, I'm at the CVS. I, I need the day quill, the night quill. Vicks, yeah, cough I, drops, whatever you, you. whatever you got. You know what I'm saying? So I've been doping myself up, bro, for the last three, four, five days. I go hard. Like, when that shit yeah, happens to me, like, immediately, I'm going behind the counter. Give me the Sudafed. <laughs> I need the Sudafed. Yeah. Give me the Sudafed, the Mucinex yeah, yeah, DM, yeah, yeah, like all real. that. Yeah. For real, man. Um, but I'm good, though. Like I said, by Friday, because I had a little get-together, a little birthday get-together that um, I had to get to on Friday. So I had to make sure I was good for that. Uh, but now you know what I'm saying being that Monday when the episode dropped, bro. Like I'm I'm solid now. We back good. But uh, okay, that that was my week, bro. Just just work overall. Like I said, just fighting the little sickness I had. Uh, Friday, like I said, went out for my boy Trey birthday. We had a nice little. Uh, have you heard of Gattle, Battle Room Game Shows? You heard of that Battle Room Game Shows? I think that's what no. it's called exactly. But anyways, no, I'm not sure what this is. So it's like you're part of like a real life game show. So games like Family Feud. Okay. All type of things where they have like a real host and you bring like a group of people and you have two separate teams and y'all battle each other like a real game show. The whole time you're there? The whole time you're there. Oh, this bro. is fire. You get to switch the games you're doing? So yeah, they already have the games chosen, but yeah, you get to choose. So we did games like like a Family Feud style game and then they had some other things like um, Flip Cup. You had like being bag toss, but like it's just, bro, it's so interactive. That Family fun. Feud shit sounds so fun. Bro, when I say like we need to get the guys together, like everybody, you know, all our ladies, like everything and do that shit, bro. It was so fun. I swear to God. Okay. Like had an amazing time. But then we uh, double dipped to the karaoke that same night and then came back <clears throat> home. Uh, double so dipped? After we, after we left the game room shit. No, no, no. no. Just... We went to the karaoke, bro. I couldn't say double dip. I just... What? <laughs> bro, what are you talking like, about, man? I just, I want to know what he means. Uh, I'm out, man. I could have said, said something else. Yeah, yeah. We, we, you we, win we, double we, we dip? We double back. Like, what, what, you, I what are you, said. scoops of fucking ice cream? <laughs> My fault, like, guys. What the fuck is this guy talking about? I did about? say double dip. We double back on the karaoke Friday okay. night and then hit the, um, hit the crib after that, but... It was a nice eventful weekend, bro. After that, just was chilling, uh, you know, spend time with Ariel, bro. We was kicking back, playing the game, playing Spider-Man. I know you hit me, and I told you this before, right? You thought I was lying. Yeah, all right. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. This, I was lying. This, this is the fucking thing, all right? <laughs> you thought I was lying. This is the fucking thing. <laughs> me and Kari 
and Stevie and the rest of our clan that we used to like play with. Yeah. We already knew which one of our friends have siblings, which one of our friends have other people that use our consoles. Kari right. is never one of those guys. Right. It's always Kari on it. Right. So <clears throat> when I turn on my PlayStation, <laughs> we all go by the same clan name, like Kid Crew. Come on now. Like, yeah, shit. been doing it. Man. Kid fucking crew. Shout out to them kids, man. Yeah, man. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to go through the whole list. Like, <laughs> right, shout out the gang. Um, but if I see Kid Kari online, I know Kari's online playing. Like, right. Kari doesn't have, like, siblings playing the game. Like, if Kari's on, Kari's on. Right. If I see Stevie on, I know Stevie has other siblings. It might not always be Stevie. Right. But if it's Kari, Kari's on. Yep. I'm just going to check with the gang, like, when I get on. So I happen to have been on playing, like, GTA for a while. Mm -hmm. I look over, like, because I, I wanted to get some solo playing for a while. Mm -hmm. I saw everybody was online. I just didn't say anything because I'm rocking out. Right. I look maybe, like, 45 minutes later. Kari's online. Stevie's online. I'm like, all right, man. It's it's no reason <laughs> why we time. not about to hop on yeah, GTA. Yeah. Like, we got some money to make. <laughs> like, to be honest, like, let's be for real. Like, we have, we're at the point in this game and shit. Like, we have business to handle. Like, we're all online yeah. playing this shit. Like, no, we we got some money to go get yeah, right yeah. now. Let's get to it. I hit the group. I'm like, everybody online right now. <laughs> let's go get some fucking money. Yeah. Kari hits me and he was like. I'm not even at home right now. Like, <laughs> what you're seeing online, like, that's my girl. <laughs> all love to your girl, Kari. Like, all love to your girl. Like, why are you not on playing this fucking game right now? I tried to tell you, bro. You thought I was lying. You thought I was capping. She on this bitch gaming like the niggas. Niggas. So I bought this shit for myself, of course. But she be <clears> on that bitch just like me. Oh, my God. She, bro, she's farther in Spider-Man than I am. She's on like level 18. You don't feel shit. like less of yourself? A little bit. Like yeah, when like, I come back and I'm like, she be like, I don't even want to tell you the story. I'm like, what? No, this is the part that I immediately thought about. Shout out Ariel. This should make you feel less of yourself, yeah, yeah, Kari. Yeah, like, because me. if you have the difficulty set past easy, yeah. sometimes it gets a little tough yeah, playing Spider-Man. Okay. The thing that should make you feel a little less of yourself when you're going back and forth and you keep dying. And she look over and she like, it's easy. You just got to, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, nah, I'm going to flip it on her because then I'm going to be like, first off, who taught you how to play? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where you learn how to play? Like, like you shouldn't be as fucking good. Nah, like, like, Because I ain't even been on this game like facts, that. Facts, So, yeah, she she been on that one more than me. But uh, she Jump, jump, nigga. Jump. <laughs> right. Damn, you Press keep dying. God, oh, my, damn. Oh, my fucking God. Nah, look, this the one here. You want me to do it? <laughs> I'll get the fuck out. <laughs> it, oh my. Get, get the fuck out of my right, house right nigga, now. I got it. Excuse me? Shit. <laughs> but nah, bro. She be turning up. She is on a, uh, so like you said, like the difficulty levels, I think. Amazing. She's on amazing. I'm on amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 She be going crazy on him, bro. It's, it's not, that's what I'll say about Spider-Man. Any notch up from. Friendly, easy or friendly, friendly or whatever. Is, friendly is easy. Yeah, any yeah, yeah. any notch up from that, you're gonna die a couple oh, times. Facts. Like, and that's the part that I really love about it. Like yeah, bro. it's challenging. Like, I don't want this yeah. easy ass game, bro. Yeah, no. Come on now. Shit fine. Um did we talk GTA six last week? Nah. Nah, nah. 
It was just coming. It just came out on Monday. Remember? You're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. One of them days. Yeah. I'm glad that we're here, and and we even have other intro things to talk. Mm-hmm. But the GTA Six trailer rolled out, Corey. God. They actually had to get it out earlier than they planned on because it got leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever that is, is going to fucking prison. Like, <laughs> or they're probably somewhere missing. Yeah, in a box. It, it, yeah. They, something <laughs> GTA ish happened to that nigga yeah, for real. Either that, or it was someone within Rockstar, so they could get this shit like cracking. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, the GTA trailer rolled out, and I have to say, Kari. I'm not just being a GTA head. I'm not just being someone that's been waiting on this game to come out or a fan. Just off this one trailer that was about two to two to three minutes, this is one of the best games I've ever seen in my life, Corey. Just off of the trailer, bro. I kid you not, taking your words, saying my exact words, I said this is probably going to be, if not, one of the greatest games ever created. This is going to... And the if you can think about... The time spent. We've got 10 years in just pre-planning, pre-production. You've got a billion dollars to go into the production of this game. You have, if you think about it, you have five times a Star Wars movie Man, worth crazy. of a budget on this game. That's crazy, yeah. You got everything you fucking need. If you look at the graphics on on the characters... Just based off of GTA 5, and GTA 5 is the shit. Every single game, we sound like old, like we sound like old heads when you say, like, damn, it looks like real life. Like this, this shit looks like real life. Yeah. It's so close to real life, Corey. It don't get no better than this, bro. So, like you said, um, because obviously being fans, but just you, you don't even have to be a fan. And don't. I, and I said this. I was talking to Eric about this over the weekend too, because we was talking about GTA. I was like, not taking the fan out of this, taking the gamer out of this. Just still looking, incredible. Just looking at this from not even having any knowledge of Rockstar or Grand Theft Auto. If you see this game, you're going to be amazed, bro. Like it's you said, amazing. Just off the graphics alone. But just knowing what Rockstar is going to put into this game, not only because they've had 10 plus years, it's going to be 12 years when the game comes out in 2025 since the last release. But just knowing we'll everything that, in a second. that they've done with GTA 5, bro, all of the add-ons and the enhancements and, and the billion dollar yep. budget, like you said, for GTA 5, knowing that they're going to put that into the next one, it's unbelievable, bro. They've already come out and let us know that... um. The map on GTA 6 is going to be about 10 times the size of the map on GTA 5. That's ridiculous. Like, just just think about, like, actual GTA 5 fans. It seems big. It seems like a <laughs> long fucking way to get from the Los Santos airport up to, to Blaine fucking County. Blaine County, bro. We'd be pissed. It'd be like six-mile drives. We'd be mad. <laughs> Four miles We'll take you a damn day <laughs> on Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, man. Uh, ten times? Think about the vehicles and the guns that, that we have. Like, I, I bought a gun, like, yesterday on GTA that was, like, 300 bands. 
Think about the shit that's about to be on this game. I'm thinking I, about I'm, the, I know yeah. the pussies are drying up. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm sorry. I, yeah, we, they're going to have to dry up yeah, right yeah, now. We're, we're excited. We'll get, you, we'll, we'll get you wet again in a <laughs> right, second. Right. But look, bro, think about the drives now. Like you said, whether it's like five to six miles, it may take us like five minutes in GTA time. If your time's in the map by 10, right, that's going to turn that into like 10, 15 minute drives you're gonna, on the game. You're going to need a plane. That's that type <laughs> shit that they're going to get your ass with that money. <laughs> Like, nigga, I don't want to make that drop. You're going to need a plane, nigga. You're going to need a plane. You're going to need a fucking plane. <laughs> Nigga's going to have all kinds of PJs. Yeah. And what I'm hoping, and of course, <laughs> I know it'll probably never get to um, the level of PC 5M, mm-hmm. but GTA 5, they have to have some level of modding allowed open on console. Just because the way RP is played... On 5M, on the PC, it just makes GTA limitless. Right. It is it is literally limitless for the user. Um, so much so that my next buy, I just bought the PlayStation. I'm already thinking about getting my gaming PC because I want to play it. Like I want to play GTA. Wanna on there, yeah. The real, like that's like the real that's GTA. Real experience. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. I want that. Um that level of modding, just so you can create your own city, you can create your own clothes, you can you can ride around and do what you want with your own people, um, enclosed chats and shit like that. Oh my gosh, um, that should be available on console. Yeah, man, looking forward to it. Uh, so, like I said earlier, just to go more into the the trailer, the, the game is not coming out until two thousand and twenty five. So we still have. Two more years of development. We two, do. Two more years of trailers. Two more years of, of news and possible leaks. So this is just a start, man. But again, seeing that trailer, it's going to be two characters, two main characters this time around. That's a new thing as well. You have Girl a male and a, boy. and a female character for the first time ever. They're a couple. Couple, right. Exactly. It's like awesome, like Bonnie and Clyde shit it looks yeah. like, right? Um, it's gonna they going back to Vice City. That, that also brings in a question. Yes, I'm going to get to toggle in between these two. Uh-huh. Is it just going to be these two? Because last time we had Franklin, Michael, and Trevor. Exactly. And usually in other ones, you'll have three people. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I know. It's exciting, bro. This is wild, man. <laughs> this is fucking wild. Listen to us, bro. I missed it. I know I said this on the last pod, but I missed this shit so much, bro. Being away from the game. Being back, we're full all flesh. the way in. Yeah, now, we, bro. we we need we <laughs> like, need deep. We back in. Yeah, bro. We all the way in, bro. It's 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 a good feeling. Dead ass. Um, twenty twenty five is the release. Are you happy with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fine with it because me just coming back to GTA five now and missing so much in the last. We still got years, work to do on GTA five, oh, nigga. Like I'm. I'm just catching up. We're content. <laughs> right. So oh, I'm my good. gosh. Yeah. And then they steady adding, bro. You I know? just got to selling Coke. Come yeah, on I, now. <laughs> we just started having fun again. So I'm having I'm a good. lot of fun. Yeah, I'm good, bro. I can wait to two years. That's fine. Two years is fucking wild, though. So long, like I said, we're going to be fucking almost 30, man. I don't care. I'm going to be like I'm 15 on the game, bro. It comes out in two years. They drop the pre order. Like, say they drop the pre orders next week. You're still getting your pre order next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Me too. This game is going to, bro. Come on now. You remember what, what GTA 5 did when we were in high school, bro? That shit's damn near sold out. 
They made immediately. A, they made a billion in like twenty four, less than forty eight hours, bro. So this one is gonna double, maybe even triple that. We were talking about it with Stevie. I remember how hard it was getting into online servers yes. when the when the game had first dropped. Yes, it's gonna be chaos. Chaos, man. <laughs> but I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? It's That's why chaos. I just passed a video and I showed it to you during pre-production. Um, it was about like a mom and a son, like a son being underage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the guy at GameStop had to explain the contents of the fucking game. Like, did you did you go through that? Were your parents like, were they they weren't tripping or like they were just gonna buy it? So the very first one, Vice City, the original. Mm -hmm. My pops did not want me to play Vice City. Okay. Did not want me to play Vice City. <laughs> and the funny thing about it, I can remember because I was just scared, you know, because I was super young. I can't remember when Vice City first came out of the year. If you if you maybe want to look that up just so we can see how old Probably we like were. like 07, something like that. But I remember like, yeah, he didn't want me to have them, but I eventually ended up getting it. He ended up buying it for me. But there were times where I used to play that shit by myself. And when the cops got on me, I used to turn the game off. Oh, too. Damn. Nigga, you were six? <laughs> right. You I didn't, know what I'm saying? I didn't have that shit yeah, that early. Bro. I didn't get my first one until San Andreas. I probably didn't get it to like seven or eight, though, but but I was young as fuck, and that's why they didn't want me playing it. But after a while, it was just like, you know, who cares, bro? It's a video game. They knew I was okay, but it was times, like I said, when I first got it, whether I was six, seven, eight, nigga, as soon as you get some stars and the police come, I'm turning the game on like, bro, I'm scared. That shit really scared you like that? Yes. <laughs> I was scared at times, for real. Um, damn, it's just show like real shit. Like PS One back in the day. Shout out Jordan because she's the only reason why I had a PS One. You know the T-shirts that niggas wear, Thrasher. Mm -hmm. It used to be a fucking skateboard game yeah. back in the day. Mm -hmm. Shit was crazy as fuck. That shit. I did the same type of shit, but I did it with Thrasher. Um, if you were too fucking loud or you were skateboarding in the wrong place at night. The police were gonna come get you, when, nigga. And the thing is, like, they had that nice ass rock starish, like, rock boy music on yeah. while you were skateboarding. Yeah. And hip hop come on as soon as the motherfucking cops go. Nope, nigga, <laughs> turn that turn that shit off, nigga. We are gonna start that bitch all the Stop way over, right nigga. Over. I'm on I mean, nigga, get these niggas <laughs> off of me, bro. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but yeah, man, not to take it off of GTA, man. Um, yeah, I can't wait for GTA Six. Cannot wait, man. <clears throat> One more thing I wanted to get into just before we started the pod, the music, whatever. Um, over the last week, Kari's turned everybody in my fucking group message into a gambler. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It took one. It took one pick. Um, shout out Prize Picks, man. Like, we need that deal coming I was soon. Now, it's not an ad, but shout out to them for real. Shit, we gambling so much now. Like, give us like two weeks, nigga. We about to come through. Uh, powered, powered by Prize Picks. Use this promo code and get a twenty five dollar deposit. No cap. Any deposit up to a hundred dollars, and we'll match it. Um, Kari, Kari sent in two particular picks. They really got everybody going in the group. One was for like $500. After that, Kari hit for like a band and then told everybody like, yeah, yeah Christmas is going to be nice, nigga. Like, <laughs> we're like, all right. At this point, nigga, you're really just showing off in front of every fucking body. And prize picks, like we're gambling. So it's not like if we all put in a bet, like it's going to lower the amount of money we get. Like, nigga, if we all put in to hit for 500 like we're all going to hit for 500 All right. Um, 
So we were like, yo, Corey, like niggas, niggas is trying to get to some money. Send us these picks before you put them in. We've been on picks all fucking week. Like, <laughs> like I've been hidden. So right, I can't right, even right. be angry. Right. Had I not been, Kari would have lost me like all my fucking money. <laughs> like I, I, I bullshit you not. Kari would have lost me every dollar I fucking got. <laughs> every dollar is sick, bro. Um come on now. Yeah, I'd have made about I'd made about three hundred. Yeah. So far. Kari in like a week. Right? Yeah, but Kari didn't grant Cardone my shit. Yeah, yeah. You didn't right. 10X that. Yeah, bro. What it's the it's fuck? been less than uh, about forty days for myself. And I'm like up three bands. Like just like I said, not cashing that out, but that's how much I've won in the app. Don't worry, I'm gonna quit my job soon. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Professional but, um, better. But prospects is cool, bro. So it's daily fantasy sports. You know, in Texas, obviously gambling is not legal, but with this, it's not technically gambling because it's daily fantasy sports. So basically what it is is there's props for every single sport, single stats, props where you could choose a player, whatever their stat is, you could choose whether you think they're gonna you can bet whether you think they're going to have more or less in that stat, right? It also becomes less illegal um, for betting if you have a VPN. True, but you don't even need that with prospects. <laughs> but well, anyways, man. that's that's the uh, that's the concept of it. So it's it's very easy, especially for us who watch sports, who play fantasy sports already. It's like why not make some money off of this shit? I'm sitting here in front of my TV studying the game. Anyways, we know the game. We know the, the fucking tendencies and the concepts. Let's get some money, bro. So, yeah, man, we've been on it. We've been cashing out, and I hope we continue to cash out. I hope niggas' Christmases is green. Absolutely. It's been lovely, man. Shout out to Prospects, though. They definitely sponsoring my Christmas. They sponsored that PlayStation purchase. <laughs> A whole lot of shit. <laughs> Keep it 100. Like, I stay with Prize Picks over these next, like, couple of months. We fuck around, come up, like, 10 bands. Like... <laughs> Like, unless everything goes wrong, like every Instagram video you've ever seen about betting ever. Right. I know what I'm, when it comes to basketball, like, I, I know what I'm doing watching basketball. Especially if you're betting on teams you watch play every night. Like That's my point. The nights that we, like, that I was hitting, like, I'm, I love the fucking Lakers. Like, I'm going to sit there and watch the Lakers play all their games. I already know what fucking... D'Angelo Russell is about to go out there do. I know what Reeves is going to do. I know what Hachimura is about to do. I know on a good night what AD is about to do. Right. And I know if it's a good night for AD, exactly. nigga. Exactly. Matchups, you know. And the best thing about prize picks, this really sounds like an ad. All right. You can, you can gauge how hot a player is in the first half and bet on the second half. They make it so easy. <laughs> I swear like, to God. Come on now. And if you up late enough at night or early enough in the morning, you're going to catch a crazy steal. Steph Curry, three points or more. Are you fucking crazy? Of course he'll have four points tomorrow. <laughs> right? Steph Curry <laughs> made three threes. Of course he's going to make three threes tomorrow. Are you shitting me? You get to tomorrow night, his ass have two points. Man, man in the beach, bro. <laughs> like, how the fuck? That's, that's, the, that's the thrill of it, though, for myself. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. You got to just stay the course. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. You got to stay the course, my nigga. Come on now. For real. But um, everybody is now Michael Jordan in our group. <sighs> Unfortunately, man. But we all hopefully being smart and, you know, we ain't calling the hotline yet. I promise you that. No, no, no. Them no, commercials no. hit a little different, though, now. When I see them, I'm like, fuck, they talking to me. I swear to God, Corey. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, the commercials are hitting me, way different bro. because at the end, they're like, 
And if you know anybody that that's a gambling problem, have to call one eight hundred fuckgambling.com. Like what the fuck? Because I'm like, I'm like, bro, why the fuck am I betting on the damn, you know, the Jaguars about, or, or the damn the Browns? That'll you know be what the I'm worst saying? thing. I'm like, fuck. You, you look up. We're in Dallas, Fort Worth. You didn't put three hundred dollars on the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> right. You ain't watch these niggas play a game all season. I'm like, bro, maybe I do need to call the outline. You're just Damn. like, bro. There's a, a center on the team. Like uh-huh. the center's pretty good. I, I think he'll have five rebounds. The right. niggas six foot eleven. Right. I'm just like, I mean, he get paid to rebound the ball. I think he can come up with five rebounds in four quarters. Miles fucking Turner. <laughs> God right, listening to shit. My fault, nigga. Damn, nigga. <laughs> Shout out to Crib. Right, nigga. You owe me 20. God damn. No, he owe me, he owe me 250. God Thanks. damn. Like, Thanks. you really fucked up a play last Thanks, night. Bro. I can't remember. Somewhere between 75 and 250. Nah, yeah. Just <laughs> some 50 for sure. I think niggas was gonna win 250 if you, you know. Now I know why niggas sit on the sidelines, courtside at the game. And they talk they shit. shit. Hey, dog, you fucked the parlay up. Yep. Like, you, you fucked these picks up. Yeah. I didn't understand it, but now I for sure understand it. Niggas be putting their life savings into like, bro, shit. And I, and I bought tickets to come to the game. Exactly. And I brought my girl. Nigga. You embarrassing both of us, nigga. And not only am I losing money with your fucking bet, her ass over. She on her third drink. <laughs> I've, I've spent $98 tonight. <laughs> I was like... Thinking you were gonna make me this shit back, LeBron. It's like KD. I don't know how I'm gonna make this shit. <laughs> like what the fuck? If I don't have gas real, for the ride home, <laughs> this bitch is on her fourth vodka cranberry, nigga. The fuck? <laughs> she wonder why I'm over here drinking Dr Pepper. I don't want it. <laughs> I can't avoid it. Damn. <laughs> Oh, bro. You're not hungry? I ate before I, <laughs> right. I ate before we got to the all game. All them tweets that I see about shit like that, it all makes sense now, bro, because I be feeling it. You praying they score 100 points, you get free chalupas <laughs> on the way home and shit. <laughs> this bitch just spent $112. Oh, you be seeing God. that shit that says, if you go out to eat by yourself, uh-huh. $12.23. You take your girl, $90. Bro. How the fuck <laughs> does this happen? I'm like, when did you start even eating like that? And what is in this meal that makes it so fucking expensive? I love going out by myself. Like, you invite Shorty out for the meal. Yeah, it get, it get pricey. That shit go up like $65. Yeah, every time it get pricey for sure. Oh, man. Oh, man. Gotta love it, though, man. Are you ready to actually get into the music, though? Let's get to the music now, brother. I'm ready. Fucking rise and grind, boys. Let's do it. We back, man. <clears throat> we had a real, real, rig, like, real big album Drop. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get to some of the tracks first. Let's do songs first. All right, let's get to it. Southside and Yachty, they dropped the track. Give me the light. Give me the light, man. Yeah. So this one actually was a snippet at first a few weeks ago. I don't know if you remember. Yachty kind of teased it. He was he was dancing in like a hotel room with a bunch of niggas. Right? Yeah. Uh, but they finally came out with the song. Yachty is still on fire. I still don't think Yachty has missed this year at all. I can't name one song where Yachty has missed. I can correct me if I'm wrong. But again, on this one, bro, typical Yachty this year where he just takes a beat and he <coughs> destroys it. I feel like every time, every producer he's worked with this year has known exactly what they're looking for with the beats that they have given to Yachty. Again, with Southside here, bro, this is a great song. I really like it. I enjoyed this one a lot. I only heard this song once I heard it during pre-production. Um, 
I might have to hear it again because I don't think I was a fan of the beat. Really, man. I like it, bro. It's it's energy. High energy. Maybe it was because we were in here. I came in playing the new Nicky. Uh-huh. Um, and he turned on this Travis Scott post Yeezus ass shit. <laughs> like, it it might be a great song. Number one, I didn't pay the like the fullest of attention uh-huh. while it was on. Second, it, it was a bit abrasive for what I was ready for. Gotcha. So, um, nah, maybe I have to hear it again. I wasn't a fan, like, a beat. Uh, uh, I wasn't a fan of the beat. Of the beat, for sure, for sure. What about the verse? Do you, you, do you kind of remember how the verse sounds? Yachty's going to rap. Yachty's going to do what he has to do. Yeah, yeah. Yachty, Yachty's a good rap. Do you feel, before we move out of Yachty, we don't got to spend too much time. Um, and I may have asked you this before. Do you feel like Yachty is rapping better now than he was before? That's actually a really good question. Whoa, I think Yachty has become a much better wall-to-wall overall artist this year and last year as well. Yeah, I think Yachty was a better rapper from 2016 to 2018. I think I think his rap. Around that time, um, nothing to prove. Mm-hmm. Lil Bo Two, mm-hmm. his rap is like superb. That's why. Like, I, that's why I asked because we know when he was dropping those projects, he was really trying to make himself known as a rapper. He, right, and and that he did, and he did right. But now, like you said, more of last year, uh, this year, it's just been like I'm just an artist. I'm trying new things. I did an alternative album, so I wanted to ask that question because I actually was having this conversation, I believe, with Ro, and he said that he feel like Yachty not rapping as good as he was back then, and it kind of made me think. And I was like, damn, I was like, you you may be right in a sense, but I was just like, I don't know because he he snapped a lot of shit this year too. But this is the thing. He's absolutely right. Yachty was rapping better back then. Yachty was trying hard to be the best of the best as a rapper. But what whatever happened in 2023, Yachty found what worked for him. And inside of it, he doesn't have to try hard to go really hard. Okay. Like, it's easy. Like, what we hear and go... Damn, Yachty's fucking snapping. It's easy for him. And that shit is effortless. Whereas last, like in the last five years, mm-hmm. you could tell he was trying really hard mm-hmm. to be the best of the best. Did it sound great? Absolutely. But you can tell this shit is effortless. Right, right. And that makes sense even to the whole persona that he's been on. He said that he's the recipe. You know what I'm saying? Like that's literally what he said. Like to the game now, he really not even trying as hard as he was back then because he's kind of found his niche in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So I really, I'm not sure on my answer 100% just yet because like I said, I feel like Yachty this year also then killed a lot of shit when it came to the rapping. The artistry, of course, has been amazing. One of my favorite artists of the year without a doubt. But um, I I just wanted to ask that question because it made me think when Ro asked the question or when we was having the conversation, I was like, damn, bro, I don't know about that because Yachty, like you said, in years prior, was going crazy. Um, yeah, like I, I'm I'm just thinking about my favorite project from him is nothing to prove. I'm thinking about that whole album 
And then I'm thinking about Let's Start Here. Of course, it's an alternative album, but you can take Let's Start Here and you can take everything that he's dropped this year. None of that lyrically is on the level of Lil Bo 2 or Nothing to Prove. I can agree with that. He was trying a lot harder to be a lyricist uh, okay. back then. That's that's a better... Yeah, no, no. And to, to, to answer Roe or like to, to add into Roe's uh, argument, I agree with Roe. Um, he was pushing more towards being a lyricist, yeah. whereas he should have just kept being the king of the teens, realizing like, oh, I don't have to be a lyricist. This works for the teens. This works for the kids. They think this is cool. You don't even have to try hard as long as they think it's cool. Do it. Yeah, that's what he's doing right now. Right. And I think Drake is. I think Drake did a good job of helping him like realize. Just be yourself on some shit. Just be yourself. And once you find that nigga, like, you don't have to try Stick hard. With it. Yeah, because yeah. that's what Drake does. Like, yeah. I don't have to try hard. I figured out what they want mm-hmm. and I give it to them every time. That's that's, a, that's the recipe again. That's what I might appreciate <laughs> about Drake as opposed to every other fucking rapper. Of course, you had honestly, never mind, whatever. But everyone is on some like. If you want the old me, you got to go listen to the old me. I'm making the music I love, and if the fans like it, they like it. Mm-hmm. No, Drake is coming to please the people. He's a people pleaser. Every time. Do I love the artist that's going to make their, their music for them and not everybody else? Yes, but like, it please, get, please the people. It gets to a certain point after so many projects by a certain artist where you just want to hear the shit that made you fall in love with them in the first place. Yep. So I know what you mean because yeah, with our favorites, we can always say like, "Damn, I wish you would just go back to how you used to sound." You and Jay and Kanye will tell you, "Fuck you, if you exactly. want to listen to my old shit, you better go buy the, old, the old, shit. old shit." Right. But exactly. Please I know what us you mean. once. Right. Exactly. It gets to a point where we're just like, okay, the last three, four, five projects, I get it. You've been experimenting, trying shit. Give us take care again. You know what I'm saying? Give us college dropout again. Whatever the case may be. I know what you're saying. And the thing is, like, I'm glad we're in this little pocket. How fucking hard is it? Like, how hard would it be for Kanye to just be like, yo, I'ma chop the, I'ma chop the soul up into chipmunk Man. for for 12 tracks, and I'm gonna give you the conscious rap. Sandals. About how about how the white man been doing us wrong. <laughs> God damn, bro. That's all you have to fucking do. Just like, put them samples back on there. For, for Jay to tell us now, Jay's gonna do Jay every single time. But right. for Jay to tell us, like, hey, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some shit with with just Blaze and Kanye, and I'm gonna go back on the beat about Marcy and the projects and about these bitches and the life mm-hmm. for 12 tracks. How fucking hard is it? Mm-hmm. How how fucking hard is that? I mean, Nas Nas did it. Nas just did it right. Somebody somebody got to bully these niggas, bro. Just like like Joe just did with Drake. Wayne will do it. Yeah. How fucking hard is it to be like, damn, I love the fans so much that like I'm gonna give these niggas what they've been begging for. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It's a good question. <laughs> no, like. This is that's been one of the biggest questions for me my whole fucking life. Like every artist can look back to their critical acclaim. Right. Nigga just do it again. Like and I know that sounds easier said than done. Right. Way I know. way easier said than done. I know. No, but if you're a, if you're a nigga like Yay who scientifically put together my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I mean like down to like 
this this chord strikes this nerve in your damn body. Like, yeah, like or in your brain. The the the, the pheromones in your body are like, gonna do like, this when like you dead ass. like that. <laughs> then you know how to literally strike that nerve again. Drake does that same type of shit. Like they know the nerves that they that forty on his beats. Like literally, like the keys that they use. They feed certain types of yeah, energies bro. in your body. Yeah, yeah, like sure. they know how to like chemically make you like the music. Exactly. How can you not just do it again? Yeah. Just drum it up again. What is it? One one hundred and forty six BPMs get straight into your brain, like one one hundred megahertz. Like we're gonna change your frequency. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, man. What the fuck ever. Yeah, that was good though. What? All right, all right. Let's move on because I think that might have just been track one. <laughs> that was track one. It was. It was. All right, man. Let's move on. French Montana and Lil Baby. They dropped a track called Okay. Yep, yep. Okay, this was the shit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and there was some controversy behind this track too. When this track previewed last week at, at some club or at some performance, whatever, little baby started this by talking about some fuck the rats. Oh yeah, I did. See oh that. no, 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 no. Um, they, they played they a Gunna playing. song first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Fuck the rats." Was like, turn that off. Turn that off, and then they played the new track. Right. Yada yada yada. Um, how do you feel about that? About what he said. <laughs> I feel kind of um, because a lot of people are so team gunna these days that it's like they don't even give a fuck about what baby's saying. Yeah, and I'm I'm not just so far team gunna, but I'm so far at the point where we're past the whole gunna situation no, now. No, no, we're just like bro. Like, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. The not. fact that you have these people who were. Like y'all used to be friends, y'all were peers. Apparently, Gunna used to write Gunna little baby's raps. That's rap. that's what Gunna, I'm. Gunna helped him become an artist. You know what I'm uh, saying? So like, uh. that's why I I look at things like that where I'm like, I get, bro. I guess when you're a list celebrity, you have to separate yourself from whatever. I get that. But and he's from the streets, nigga, and he stand on that not snitching shit, shit. It gets so lame to me at a certain <laughs> point that where I'm like, you have to say something every single time. You're on that song with him. That's the thing. It wasn't just a gunner song. It was a song with both of them on there. Just do your verse or just have the DJ not play that song. You didn't know the set before you came out? I just he feel like shit did, be right, bro. He wanted to be like, hey, fuck all that red ass shit, nigga. That's, but that's my point. That shit is lame as fuck. Y'all grown as hell. Who cares? If you don't fuck with Gunner, that's fine. That's why I'm saying I'm not riding for Gunner. If you don't want to be friends with Gunner anymore, you don't want to associate with Gunner anymore because he told whatever, that's fine. But the fact that you got to get on the stage every single time and have a comment about the shit when Gunner obviously don't give a fuck no more. He living his life. He Wait. don't care. No, no, you don't gonna care, bro. I don't know if he do or not. He not making it known though. No, like, no, these no. niggas are making it known every chance they. They making get. it known that they care. Um, that shit whack. Do I know? We probably feel deep down that gonna cares, but yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. yeah, he's not. He's not exhibiting that. He he's giving everybody like yo, like I still got bitches out here. <laughs> I got money. The kids. Love my music, yeah, nigga. Same. I'm out courtside and every shit with that shit on, nigga. Him and Pete Liddy. Cupiski. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Hey, bro. That's my that's my point though. Like, yeah, gonna may feel some type of way. I get it, bro. They were they were nigga bros. They came up together. They they got it out the mud together. They became A-list stars in the rap game together. 
every chance you get, whether it's Baby, whether it's Dirk or whomever, these niggas always got something to say about another nigga. That's my like. I just hate that. That shit gay, bro. Like, shut up. We don't care. Because, we know what happened. Because they feel like, like, think about it like this. They don't give a fuck about stopping money for a rat nigga because they feel like rat niggas should be dead. <laughs> okay, but you're not stopping it for him. That's my no, point. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, you only added. They want to go out and like try to stop it as much as they <laughs> it's can. It's not working. Hey, fuck that rat. Stop <laughs> buying that music, nigga. It's not working. If you bro. love me, <laughs> if you love baby, don't buy that shit no Man, more. Whatever, bro. The thing is, like, it would be much easier if the shit that Gunner was putting out was trash. Like, it would be much easier for everyone to listen to what Dirk and Baby and Thug were saying via their music mm-hmm. if Gunner was putting out this hot shit. Gunner not only has been putting out some of the best shit, he's been proving himself to be more versatile than ever. Um, and in a year with your back against the wall, especially in the form of you can't say certain things about the drug life because all eyes are on you. Um, people are looking at you, say this, this, that. For him to have stepped out and made so many different types of tracks and different types of snippets have dropped. And we've heard him on the Afro beats and we've heard him on the love song tracks. I, you can't stop. You can't stop so, cousins so, here. So look, hot take for myself. Is it jealousy? Because like you said, the versatility that he's been able to show in such a short amount of time with his back against the no. wall for somebody like Baby who quote unquote was falling off. Somebody like Dirk who damn his shit ain't sounding the same. These no, niggas canceling shows and all this shit. No, Is it that. jealousy, bro? No, I don't think it's jealousy. I'm just saying, like, I don't get why y'all are so worried about it at this point because it's 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 not over, but it's not it's it's not the the news is not as hot as it was when the shit first happened when everybody has something to say about it. Niggas not even talking about that gun and shit no more. That's my point. Think about it like this. I don't think it's jealousy. I think it's a bunch of childish shit. Um, because we've all been through school, and and you know when somebody stops fucking with one person. Say say we're all from a large a large group in school, mm-hmm. and I stop fucking with somebody out of the group. Mm-hmm. In our childish age, we're going to come back to school and do whatever we need to do to make sure the whole group stops fucking with I, that nigga. I agree That's with what that. they running around doing. Like, and around the industry, they've been pretty successful with the industry rappers, yeah. but that you can't do that with every fan. That's right. what they're out there trying to. They're, they're trying to link up. It's an op link up. <laughs> and so, and, but like you said, it's not working. It's an op link up. And it ain't going to work to me. At least not right now. Not this year. Which, speaking of op link up, that's that's something I, I got to add to the docket. <laughs> we, we forgot about that. To okay, add that I, to think, the I think I know what you're talking Come about. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, man. But um, nevertheless, let's get into the actual contents of the track. French Montana, yeah. Little Baby. I really liked that track. Bro, when I say, I, I heard this one time in pre-production. French Montana starts out on a song going crazy. I'm not saying this verse wasn't good, but Lil Baby's verse on this shit? Oh, no, that's Baby. I was like, oh. That's Baby. Is it my turn? Is it his turn again? And to the contrary of what you're saying, a lot of niggas hated 
in French Montana's post mixtape era, mm-hmm. French Montana is returning to a rare form, nigga. Bro, he's like, in a different bag. Hey, in the last oh my God. 12 to 24 months, French Montana has returned to a very rare form. And you already know that Mac and Cheese 4 is on the way. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I remember you sending that to the group. The DJ drama um, tape they dropped this. Yo. 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 Remember what he said Cockboys stood for? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, get the fuck out of here, man. That nigga, I sent the I sent the video or a gift to y'all of, of Kodak saying, yeah, right, or some yeah, shit. Like, with a thumbs up. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, boy. Um, but no, between between Baby and Baby went nuts. Yeah, Baby killed that song, bro. Baby, that's, that's an no, amazing song. That's a, that's a Baby carry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Yeet carry. that's yeah, a Baby, baby carry. carry. But nah, man, French did his thing as well, though, bro. That's a great, great rap song. Absolutely. For real. That's rap. That's hip hop. For real. Um, let's move on. Let's stay with hip uh hip hop. Benny the Butcher Stove God Cooks, one foot in. Yes, sir. This is a hit boy produced beat. When I, I didn't even need to say the name of the song, and we don't even have to talk about it right now, Corey. Yep. When you say Benny the Butcher Stove God Cooks, you already know. You, you <laughs> already <laughs> know. We say it every episode, you know what I'm saying? So I don't even have to. You put like know. if you do any Griselda thing, I mean it's it's all the Griselda camp. I believe at this point Stove Guy Cooks is under the Griselda umbrella. I think so too. But um <clears throat> Stove Guy Cooks plus any Griselda nigga, like you know what you're getting. It's it's literally Dwayne Wade and LeBron James 2012. Every time. <laughs> literally, that picture where he threw the oop to Bron, <laughs> he liked that. That's yeah, exactly what yeah, it is, that, bro. Every single time. <laughs> or like, you know, um, when somebody's about to drop an album, or it's like an hour after they drop the mm-hmm. album and they got the 0-1-0-2 Kobe <laughs> stats. <laughs> They're like, this is how this nigga went on the album. Right, right, right. Hey, right. like. No cap. Check it out. Benny the Butcher Stove God Cooks. Just check it out, man. One foot in, man. That's the second single to Benny's upcoming project in January next year. Does he have a name? Everybody Can't Go. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, Let's just stay in the groove of good-ass music dropping. Yes, sir. Pharrell Williams, Sway Lee, Raw, uh, Raw Alejandro, mm-hmm. Airplane Ticket. Yep. I saw this being performed, not performed, um, I think Sway Lee was dancing at a fashion show or something like that to this song. Okay. Every time I hear Sway Lee take the lead on a song, it just pisses me off at that nigga that stole his hard drive. <laughs> that nigga ran away with a Billboard Top 10 album, man. Probably like, ran away with a couple, mi- like, multi-million dollar he ran hard a, drive. He bro. probably like, ran away with a number one hit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's Sway Lee, you know. This song is great. Yes. Like, we got a lot of good music this week. And even in me talking about Benny the Butcher Stove Guy Cooks, out of the all, like out of all the tracks I heard during pre-production, Airplane Ticket was my favorite. One. Really? Okay. Sway Lee sounds fucking great. Yeah. We have Gotta get a solo tape out of this nigga. They tried to do the speaker box love below thing with Shrim Life 3. <clears throat> I don't need that. I need Sway by himself. I need Sway because to be completely honest, when we had, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, about to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. When Shrim Life 3 came out, 
Jimmy, Jimmy ain't that nigga the fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, damn, maybe we need the Slim Jimmy album. <laughs> the fuck? I already knew what you was about to say. I was like, damn, Keep Jimmy. this nigga's hard drive. We'll take the Slim Jimmy album. Yeah, man. But again, and we've said this numerous amount of times, Sway Lee is a great artist, but he still needs to separate himself, bro. Like, he needs to be put on the map as... A solo number one hit type of artist. We just need it, not only just for the game, but Sway needs it for himself. Everybody knows that they can call him and he could be the seasoning to your track. Yep. He, he could be the T Pain. He could be the Ty Dollar Sign. Whatever he's you your Chris be. Brown. He yep. could be that. Um, and I love that. I know that's who he who he has become. I need a solo project from Sway Lee, bro. I 100% agree with you. And to add on to that, I don't want to compare it in the the realm of talent, but I really look at Ray Schremert sometimes like I look at Outkast. And, of course, it was always apparent, which it's always been apparent in this group. Of course, Big Boy is there. Of course, he makes so much contribution to the group that... The group wouldn't be shit without him. Now, we know Andre 3000 is the group. He carries. He's the one. But Outkast still ain't shit without yeah, Big Boy. Yeah, absolutely. Ray Schremer, we know as Sway Lee. Like, we already know. That's like, that's like listening to Tony, Tony, Tony and thinking about any other nigga besides Rafael Sadiq. That's who Tony, Tony, Tony is, nigga. It's two other niggas, but that's t- t- right. he is Tony, Tony, Tony. Exactly. Nigga, Ray Schremer won't, it ain't shit without, right, without the two. Slim Jimmy, but Swaley has to separate himself. He has to make his mark as that solo artist because, like I said on the talent realm, they're not at the talent level of outcasts to where they can leave their careers right here. Yes, they'll go down in rap history, but they're not going to be able to leave their careers right here and go down in the books, top this, top that as legends. Like, it's it's not going to happen. They haven't done enough. Sway Lee has to pick the ball up and run with this shit. Because he can really, if he wanted to, Sway Lee could go in that list as top 10, top... He is an incredible I'll artist. I will die on that hill, bro. I will die I on the hill on that if Sway Lee wanted to, he could end his career top 10 all time. For sure. Sway Lee's really one of those. Bro, he's, like, he's super talented. He's man. really <laughs> like, one of those. Real. Like, like that nigga has Michael Jackson-ish talent <laughs> in his blood, real, nigga. Like, and he really could be one of them. Yeah. We need the album. <clears throat> and he's good enough to redo what he fucked up. Like, whatever music, if he yes. had a, a golden album that he lost... You're good enough to redo that. And there's no way the 2020s passes by and we don't get the Sway Lee album. It has to happen. Yeah, this decade, like you're saying, it has to happen. You gotta have it, bro. The Lean's Gone Cold was was cool, right? I don't need the samples, though. I need straight from the scratch, bro. I need you to just create some new shit that we ain't never heard before, Sway. And I, I love it, and I know that... All of that shit that happened with the, the Ray Schremert album, the planning wasn't all there with it. That Lean's Gone Cold track was not supposed to be on a Ray Schremert album. That was supposed to be on Sway Lee's album. That's that's your leading single that to was your, your project. That bro. was your fucking hit. That's what I'm saying. And you... 
a nigga that really, really, really does not clear songs like that. Oh, yeah, right. You got a clearance from that nigga. You got the clearance from him and Dido. (laughs) You wasted it. And you fucking wasted it. Yeah, in a sense. You had to clear the shit out of that song. You probably made no money on that track. Bro, no, for for sure. (laughs) And he held on to it for at least three to four years, like you said, because I forgot he had to clear it between two different artists. Because those were two big tracks. Yeah, but You cleared Thank You and Stan. We heard that song in like during COVID, I think, is when we first heard it. Hell yeah. He held on to that for three years. And then dropped it on the because we heard him on IG just singing it. My lean's gone, co- like brother. Like let's talk. We could we could help y'all. Yeah, we yeah. know what we know what the game want, and you should too. I understand that was that was supposed to be like maybe a comeback lane for him. So I get that. But at the same time, bro, I feel like he should have held on to that one. That's what happens to a lot of rappers in the game. We are so down to listening to every piece of music that comes out we know what the game sounds like we know the landscape of this shit mm-hmm. these niggas get up and stop listening to rap listen. like right. they they don't listen to the shit that's coming out they don't keep right. their ear tapped to the streets right. they'll get so engulfed in the project that they're dropping or the mode that they want to be in. oh i don't listen to other music it it taints my artistic th- nigga now you don't know what we even want to hear I was about, I, <laughs> and i get that but it don't work for all artists. It doesn't happen for yeah. You have to have that that Midas touch. I was about to say you gotta be cold to Kendrick, give it to Drake. us every single time without right. listening to music. Yeah. Travis can do shit like exactly. that. Cole can do shit like that. Kendrick, yay. It's not for everybody. Jay. No, some of you <laughs> some niggas. Some of you niggas need to hear what's, you, what the sound is. Some of you niggas need to check the temperature before <laughs> right. you decide to come outside. Because you don't have your jacket on. It was right. cold than a motherfucker, buddy. Facts. <laughs> oh my mom. <laughs> um <clears throat> boy potty. No, yeah, no, we shooting. <laughs> For real. No, we shooting. We we from behind the three point oh, line. Mama. We 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 in we in the um the dame. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we're in the dame level. Limitless range. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We in the lo- <laughs> logo Lillard. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> we over there with it. Um, let's move on though. We got one more track to talk, uh, and I think a couple of things to mention. Okay. Lyrical Lemonade, Dave, Jack Harlow. Like a black mother. Let's go back before we even start this track. Kari, what is this fucking track by Jack Harlow that's the number one song in the world that nobody fucking plays? I told you the song that he dropped that I hate, The Loving On Me. The single that he just came out with like last month sometime. I know I, I sent you guys a snippet when it came out, but I, song, I didn't even bro. know that track actually released. And when I saw that it went number one, I was like, wait, wait, wait. I've never even heard this track all the way through. I have my ear so tapped to this music shit that I know when a track is about to hit number one. Like when that Doja shit was about to bubble, like I already knew off the first listen, that's a number one. That's a number one record. You keep your eye on that and your ear to that. That's a number one record. Stayed number one like 12 weeks. But... um. This fucking Jack Harlow record drops. To my knowledge, nobody's fucking listening to this song. Look. We spin back. It's number one on Billboard, Corey. So when it came out, I told you, I told the pod that I didn't like the song, but I knew why this song was released. Right. And I said him in the label, Atlantic Records, they tried to do just like how they did with First Class, just put one out there. To catch the wave of everybody, get everybody's attention. 
throw that shit on TikTok, have it become a trend. The song is not good at all. It's probably my least favorite Jack Har- Harlow song to ever come out. Same. And this is the thing with me, Corey. I am fully, fully, 150% willing to go out and die on the hill that um, Atlantic paid for that one to go number Bro, one. without a doubt. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm looking- It's not a number one song. I'm looking at the reaction- when um when it was posted by all the blogs that this track had gone number one on Billboard and every reaction was the exact same as my reaction, Kari. And it was, nigga, I've never even <laughs> heard this song. How the fuck has this song gotten to number one? I've never even heard it. Like I said, I sent Kari this stuff, like Kari and, and Hop, the track, before it even dropped. Like but, in October, yeah. But it was a snippet. Mm-hmm. I've never heard this track. I'm sitting here on Monday. I still haven't heard this track. If there's a number one track out, we've fucking heard this music, Corey. Point exactly, bro. It was it was so orchestrated. The, even though even the rollout and the lead out to the song, so started with the snippet. He released it himself. Remember, he was just like in his home dancing with a dog, right? That's that's so they how he already painted the picture. That's how him. he's rolling this out by dancing. They already painted the picture right there. Then you have a little dog in the background. It's all happy go lucky, happy Gilmore ass shit, right? L- literally some happy Gilmore <laughs> ass real. shit. So then, like two weeks later, I think it came out on November tenth. So let's think about that. November tenth is fourth quarter. It's right before Thanksgiving and Black Friday. He performed on the uh, the Thanksgiving game. Okay. Nobody is dropping music during that time. So it was a perfect little pocket for them, not only to release this song, but then do whatever you got to do for that one week to have it go number one, and then you never hear about the song again. That's what happened, bro. It's a trend on TikTok. But again, we're not hearing this song. It's not getting played. And um, it's time for that conversation. Um, I, I thought about this. When the track went number one and I had all of this confusion. You know what's going on, right, Corey? I know what's going on. Um, Rap, as time moves on and on, the fans kind of change. The The core fans of rap, there, there aren't so many of those anymore. There aren't so many that are going to pick up with Jay-Z in 96 and stay with him until he drops 444 in 2017. Mm-hmm. As you go on, the game just gets more fickle and fickle and fickle and fickle. I saw it earlier this year when that album Jack Harlow dropped went with no promotion and no goddamn sales. <laughs> they really are trying it right now. And they want to be able to stand on the fact that he had a number one record for his new project whenever this comes out. You know Jack Harlow's done, right? You know it's over, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look, y'all. I'm I'm willing to be wrong. And if I am wrong, I'll take it on the chin. Yeah. Pause. Because knowing Jack, he could have a track up his sleeve. But um a couple. Yeah, yeah. You know how you know how he gets down. It's Jack, right, right, right. But um a little Drake feature in there. You get him back popping. You ask me that shit is over. I mean, you, you make a solid point. I think it's, I won't say all the way over just yet, but it's close. It's closer than it was ever before because, again, we love the project that he came up with, Jackman, right? Oh, I love it. Because it was all rap. I like Jack. Right. Like, it, it was all rap, right? But again, like you're saying, 
That's not what the label wanted. They didn't want Jack to put that shit out. Jack put that out. And we are from the blog era, and we thrive on lyricism. Right. Today's today's music, the young the young ragers, <laughs> they don't want to hear Jackman's Rapping. type of. Yeah, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that shit. Exactly. They want to, nigga, I, I don't you be giving no fucks. I, I say whatever I want. Just <laughs> here, I do whatever. Yeah, and, and they first want class, catchy. they want a catchy hit. Yes, man. Throw Fergie back on the shit, right, nigga. Right. <laughs> do some shit with Doja Cat. Right. Um, Give us something they could dance to. Absolutely. Make a TikTok. If Jack Harlow's in this shit to be the biggest rapper of all, nobody that's still in this shit to be the biggest rapper of all time is going to make it. The game ain't ain't set up for that. The game isn't built for the nigga that wants to be the best. Yeah. Like I, I I I said like incorrectly before. The biggest, yes. This game is not designed for anybody that that wants to be the best rapper in the game. Like if you want to be the best, the nigga that wants to be better than Kendrick Lamar and his goal was by the end of this, I'll be better than Pac, Biggie, Nas, Jay, Cole, Kendrick. The game's not even set up for that guy. You, you could be way better than them, and you'll never make it. Damn. That hurts, right? I know. That hurts. <laughs> the, the the essence of rap is gone. Yeah, because um, we, we've always said it, like, bro, with every end of an era, there was always someone that we knew they had already passed the baton to. You know what I'm saying? So if you think about the end of the 90s, going into the 2000s, you knew what the sound of rap was going to be like. Even cutting it short from 2000 to 2005, you knew what the sound of rap. Going yep. into the 10s, you knew what it was going to sound like. Going into the 20s, you knew what it was going to sound like. But now, moving on, it's just like... I'll say maybe 2017 or 18-ish. Yeah, I won't go all the way to COVID year. But yeah. Right, right, right. But still. Like, towards, like, the highlight of the trap-ish era, like, mm -hmm. Future and Hendrix dropping by Future... Um, Slime season three-ish. All, right. all of that, when we're in the height of trap music, the mumble rap trap music era, you can see where this shit going. Everybody's copied so much, and now we've gotten a... Uh, it's just, it's all fucked up. I, I, it, <laughs> right. It's all fucked up. I don't even know where to start. I was about to start, and I don't know where, right. I don't know where to. Fuck you, bro. The song, though, Lyrical Lemonade, Dave, Jack Harlow, is called Stop Giving Me Advice. How do you feel about that song before we move on? I don't like it. Really? Damn. What you don't like about it? Um, I'm not a Dave guy. I knew he was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jack on it, though. I'm not a huge fan of Dave either. The um, What do they call it? Do they still call that rap? What do they call it? Because he's, he's from the UK. <laughs> what do they call their rap? Is it, Do they still call it rap? I'm not even sure. They have a term for it. UK rap? I don't know. UK rap. Anyways... It's the same shit that Drake tries to do with uh, Central C. That type of flow, right? The combination flow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not my favorite rap. But Jack on this song really sounds nice. I like him. He took control of this song. Like we said earlier, he carried. Jack carried on this song. But um, it's all a part of the Lyrical Lemonade album that they coming out with next month as well. So, you know you're going to get different sounds and styles of shit because it's a compilation tape. So, that's kind of how I looked at it or that was my ear listening to it when I heard it but I think it's okay bro I fuck with it hey shout out Cole Bennett um, I'll be listening to the album when it comes out yep, I wasn't, wasn't a huge fan of this stuff 
album will be called All Is Yellow. Okay. Yep, yep. All right. Um, let's go ahead and move on. We had a couple of things to mention before we actually got into the big shit. Uh, Kalen FRFR. For real, for, is it Kalen for real, for real? For real, yeah. All right, I just want to make sure. He dropped a new EP, Not Hard to Understand. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that yet? Yeah, man, I actually played it through. I think it's like five or six songs. Let me get to it really quick. Six songs in total. Sound cool. I'm a huge Kalen for real, for real fan. He's still signed to Rock Nation, so uh, every time he dropped, I've been um, you know always tuning into his shit. But it sounds good. Okay, quick little listen. Okay, okay. Uh, moving on, James Fauntleroy. We are huge James Fauntleroy fans. I don't think either of us have heard this this project yet, but he's dropped a new album over the weekend called "The Warmest Winter Ever." Anytime somebody's got a winter album out, I know it's going to be some heartbreak. How dare could you spend the winter with that nigga and not me type of music? And I love James Fauntleroy. I cannot wait to hear this. I've already downloaded it, and I haven't even heard a track yet just because I know how James Fauntleroy is now. Um, Have you heard this? Not yet, but same thing you said. I'll be tuning into it. All right, bet. Got to hear it. Say less. Check that out, guys. No! That's what he's been waiting for. The moment you've all been waiting for, guys. (laughs) Nikki back, man. Let's just get straight to it. Go ahead, man. Um, Friday, midnight hits. Pink Friday 2 drops by Nicki Minaj. Kari, is this one of those things that you listened at at Midnight or you waited until the next morning to get into this? Next morning for myself. Not me, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Not fucking me, all right? The moment that this album dropped, we was on it immediately, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is 22 tracks, an hour and 10 minutes. I usually don't like albums that go into the 20s with the tracks. Unless you're one of the higher caliber artists, Nicki Minaj is definitely one of those artists. And if it's been six or almost six years since you dropped an album, not only have we been waiting to hear any music, we're going to take 22 songs. We don't know the next time you'll drop again because you're one of them ones. It might be another five out, like another five years. Mm-hmm. So I'll take as many tracks as I can get while you're dropping them. Just just a fire sale going on. I'll take whatever the fuck I can get. Um, Out of 22 tracks, I'll say I heard this album maybe twice or three times already. I'll say, I'll say we got a good 16 to 17 tracks on this card. That's good for a 22 track album. Uh, Let me just go through. Now, track number one, that that reels you in automatically. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm a fan of music, number one. But um, I'm a fan of when you're able to take the instrumental and make the shit sound like it's like royal. Like, like there's about to be angels and somebody's clearing the clouds and there's about to be angels playing trumpets and Jesus is going to descend from heaven and all this other kinds of shit. There's going to be forbidden fruits and all kinds of other (laughs) shit. That's what the beginning of this album sounded like. Moving on, we got the Barbie Dangerous. She's rapping her ass off. Track number three, that's going to be a club banger, Corey. The Fuck the Club Up. Oh, yeah. Um, 
we move on, beep, beep. I, I can't remember a whole lot of what that sounds like. Falling for you. That's one of those ones. Let me calm down. Featuring J. Cole. Hey, Kari, what the fuck? <laughs> Cole Carey. I mean, when does he not, man? Now he, he he tore that song up though. Like that's the that's a perfect album song. I know we that's say that's the best that song on the album. We say that so many times, but it's a slow, mellow beat. Nikki, of course, I love her, but you give Cole. Not I don't even know how what's the bar count. I I gotta go back and listen to it. But you give him that amount of time and that amount of space on a song, bro. He got like a thirty two or you, just something like that. You might as well just just know that he gonna tear that shit up, bro. It's just it's a perfect album song to me. And when you place J Cole in the pocket of a relationship that's not at its best. J. Cole is going to snap every single fucking time. Like if you can think about um what's what's the outro track? Um uh, is it the outro on Revenge of the Dreamers? Uh Sacrifices. When you think about sacrifices, when you think about Runaway on Born Center, when you think about the feature that he did for Black, um, Pretty Little Fears. Yeah. When you think about this track, when we talk about the inconsistencies of a relationship or the going through it with a man and a woman, yo, don't even think you're about to rap better than J. Cole. Like <laughs> The way we talk about Drake being able to 150% accurately depict your feelings and what you're going on at that, like what you're going through at that moment, it might not be that moment with J. Cole, but everything he rapped. Is something that you've been through before. It's relatable, yeah. Right down to the T. God, I fucking love it. <laughs> and the beat, incredible. I That's think it was a I Benny say. X beat. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's so it's so slow, but like it's kind of like mm, mm, mm. I can't even explain. Right, I'm trying to I'm trying to put the words to it. It ain't it ain't slow like R and B because it still got a it little still tempo. tempo. Yeah, it got a tempo to it, but it's it's a slower mellow like where. When Cole and Nicki are rapping, they really just talking. You know what I'm saying? They like, didn't have to try hard. Yeah, the bars are still there. You know what I'm saying? The lyricism is still there. The storytelling is still there. But it's like it's like you're just having a conversation with bro. It's like he telling you, like you said, bro, I've been through this. It's like you came to him for advice, and he's like, okay, look, walk this way. I'm gonna show you no, how yeah. to get through. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Walk, walk with me for a second. Exactly. Like, let's just have a, a quick little combo. Exactly. Um. I don't want to stay too much on track number six. That's called Let Me Calm Down with J. Cole. J. Cole was amazing on that track. Not that Nicki wasn't, but amazing. Then we move on to track seven. Lil Wayne. It's called R&B. Uh, Lil Wayne and Tate Cobain. Great track. On a Nicki Minaj track, you can already expect there to be a future feature, a, a Drake feature, and a Lil Wayne feature. I was scrolling down before I even started the album just to make sure they were all placed on there. I was like, all right, we got Lil Wayne. We got Drake. Yeah. Uh, future. There he is. Future. Um, <clears throat> but let's move on. Track number nine. That was another standout. That was the intro to the pod. Needle featuring Drake. Yikes. Amazing. Amazing. Um, track 10. That's really one of those ones for the ladies, but that's a good track. Um She's talking about riding dick. Yeah. 
But <laughs> but if you hear the way the track goes, it's a nice song. <clears throat> Everybody featuring Lil Uzi Vert that has a very very popular sample on it. Um, big difference, great song. Then you move into the the second half of the album. You got a lot of the hits on there. Red Ruby the Sleeves is on there. Super Freaky Girl is on there. Last time I saw you on there. Um, then you got other tracks that are still hidden. Bomb Bomb is hidden. My Life is hidden. Nicki Hendrix featuring Future. That track is hidden. Um, <clears throat> Blessings featuring Tasha Cobbs. That track is hidden. This is a good album. This is a great fucking album. What have you... Uh, how many times have you heard this, Corey? So I've only gotten through half of the album. Um, 11 out of 22 tracks. Haven't finished it yet. What do you think so far of what you heard? I mean, so far, I wasn't blown away, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. Wow. I, but look, look, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I just wasn't blown away. I think Nikki, to me, I didn't hear a lot of growth so far. That's all I'm going to say. What do I you mean by that? It still kind of sounds like old Nikki. You know, the reason why I say that, so... I look at J. Cole now, and the reason why so many people have fallen in love and have finally given him his credit because they feel like bro has grown with every project and every feature that he's put out over the years. Nicki on a lot of her songs, bro, it still sound the same. The flow is still the same. You bitches is my son. I still hear that a lot on a lot of on a lot of songs. That's because she's still fathering the game. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. So uh, that, that's my thing where I'm just like, man... A lot of the times, the bars don't really connect to me. The, the music sounds good, bro. It's Nicki Minaj. We love her. She's the queen. But sometimes, a lot of the shit, I'd be like, the punchline wasn't really all that. Or I'd be like, damn, like the little one-liners, I'd be like, uh, you know, the, like it don't really be hitting like that to me. The bitches is my son's thing. You have to look at that the way Lil Wayne says, Weezy F baby and the F is for. Okay. But, That's her version. But do he even still do that? <clears throat> Absolutely. Now? Absolutely. Nah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? He definitely still does that shit. He did that shit last album. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. But uh, man, so far though, like I said, um, I just wasn't blown away. But the songs that I do love, obviously the uh, the Colin Drake. But I like number eight, Pink Birthday. Okay. She snapped on Pink Birthday. You seem birthday. like a Pink Birthday kind of person. What that mean? No, I'm just, my bad, man. No, 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 that's my bad. No, nigga, explain, explain what you mean. <laughs> no, like you seem like on your birthday, like like I like to go pink out on my birthday. No, like pink is the new black though. No, nigga, <laughs> my fault, bro. Blue is the new black. No, you right, you right. Uh, but no, nah, man. Um, like I said, I, I gotta finish it, so I can't really give you a um a full like grasp of how how I think it sounds, how it feels, but. I'm excited to to know that Nikki finally came out with this album. I was unsure all year, even though she gave us this date months ago. She pushed it back a few times. I was like, bro, we'll just see when we get there if that album even comes out. But I'm glad that it, it it's here. And Me too. I'm glad that we can appreciate that, bro. One of the greatest artists that we've ever seen in hip hop and rap came out with another album. You yeah, know what I'm she's saying? still dropping it. 37. Exactly. Or so. 36, something like that. Yeah, man. But um. I, I like falling for you, number five as well. The intro, I know what you mean. You even said it when you when you sent it. You said it sounded angelic. It does, and and I get what you mean. It kind of feel like nigga, like if you was to get to heaven gates, like that's the music that we'll be playing. Like you damn, know like shit, it just came full circle for me, <laughs> right? Man. It's just like damn, because she telling a story about is it her pops that didn't get to see her her her, her son, her son, I think. I yeah. think. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so I was making sure I was correcting that, but um. 
like I said, I just need more time, man. We'll we'll talk about it next time we link and I get some more time to hear it. But overall, again, just excited that Nicki came out with an album. Yeah, for sure. Um, are you ready to get into the news? Let's move on. All right, man, let's do it. Um, at the beginning of this week or towards the middle of this week, Corey Kodak Black made news. He was arrested and booked on cocaine possession charges. Um, I got a little more on it while we okay. <clears throat> while you just get up on it. Yeah, yep. Uh, says rapper Kodak Black, this is from NBC, rapper Kodak Black was arrested on charges of cocaine possession in Plantation, Florida on Thursday. The music, whose real name is Bill Capri, was also charged with tampering with evidence as well as probation violation and improper stop on park. Um, Kodak Black was allegedly seen on Thursday morning parked in a roadway by a Broward County officer who said that he was obstructing the path. The officer approached the vehicle and found Kodak alone in the car, asleep. They said it smelled of a strong odor of burnt cannabis um, in the car and found a styrofoam cup that smelled like alcohol as well as cannabis wrapping paper um, and suspected cannabis residue. But um, I, I believe that they they said um, as he exited the vehicle, yada, 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 when they were viewing his driver's license and registration, they noticed a white powder falling from his person. Oh, man. Um, they said his mouth was also full of white powder, and that's what they uh, they got him on the tampering with evidence because he tried to eat it. Tried to eat it, right. Um, again, I mean, I'm just the same shit I've, that I've been saying for Kodak for, you know, this entire year. I, I just hope he can just, can just get some help. At this point, it's obvious that everything we've been saying about the drugs and how he's an addict is finally being seen to everybody. It's like we were trying to ignore the fact that this man needed help and that he was clearly on drugs, right? But now everybody is finally seeing that Kodak is not himself and Kodak needs some help. So uh, I can only just wish the best for him. I'm not even going to tie this to music or none of that. He need help, bro. He going through it. Yeah, fuck the music. Kodak is like, this shit, this is the start. Like, we could, this could be a chain of some events, hopefully, that... I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm not wishing this, but, bro, this could really be the start of, like, some bad shit for Kodak. Like, this could be the start of it. We could look back and say, bro, that was the moment where everything went to shit for Kodak. You remember he went to uh, rehab, rehab earlier this year and left? Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean, bro. So I'm just like, at this point, I mean, I don't know. You can only just wish and hope and pray that, bro, gets it together. Somebody helps him get to the point. One of his peers in the game or family, somebody in sniping. I don't even care who it is at this point. Kodak needs some help. The thing about it, and nobody, it's not too late to get help, but um, the part that sucks about it, when you think about Kodak, he is in that sweet spot that you can tell he ain't new to this no more. Like With the drugs, is that what you're saying? Like you can, yeah. you can tell it's to the point where like it's truly taking a hold. It's truly taken a hold. He's in the cycle. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, like you mentioned, like he uses, he gets caught, he goes to court, maybe goes to rehab, he gets clean, and then he right back on he it. He doesn't get clean. You know what I mean. He gets yeah, yeah. clean enough to, to, to get back to where maybe he looks like himself for a little bit, but then he right back on it. This is the furthest he's ever been. I've never seen Kodak to the point that that jaw is locked. Yeah, for like sure. that's 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 even like when you know a family member mm -hmm. and you like, oh shit, it got him. It, it, that, it. that that the drugs done got they him. 
bro. He in it full fledged. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, you 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 just hope and pray. You know what I'm saying. You got that's, you that's got it. yeah. You got to do some praying. Like I I want him to to be better, man. He don't even have to rap. I don't. This ain't got shit to do with music. I know. Bro. I know. I'm, no, I'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah. even after getting well, like mm-hmm. Kodak doesn't even have to rap. Yeah, bro. I don't even care about that. I just want to see these niggas get right, bro. Like they got it's too many people dependent on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. I don't even know, bro. But you just know that these people are the breadwinners. They support family. He got children. Get this man some help. Simple as that. Yeah. I um I can only agree. <clears throat> Moving on, I want to I want to go past what's next on our list and just talk about something else and, and get back to that. Sure. Uh let's talk NLE Chopper. NLE Chopper had a a gun and drug case last year that apparently I wasn't aware of. We probably talked about it and yeah. I just forgot about it. Um but NLE Chopper has stricken a plea deal in a twenty twenty two gun and drug case. Um and all he got was a year of probation. They said on Friday the Broward Circuit Court judge Barbera, blah 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 Took a plea deal from NLE Chopper where he'll serve a year in probation. Um, he'll still be able to travel nationally and internationally through his probation. And he also ordered to give up any guns and complete a firearm safety course <laughs> while racking up his 40 hours of community service. Damn, talk about a slap on the wrist. <laughs> yeah, this this is the result of him being charged with burglary, carrying a concealed firearm, uh, as well as possession of... Alprazolam, I guess that's some sort of drug, um, back in 2021. They said prosecutors, uh, prosecutors agreed to drop the drug charge and reduced two other charges to misdemeanors. Um, tell me again, did you say what state that was? Uh, it said Broward. So Florida. Florida. He, he got lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, that's a slap on the wrist to only get that with all that. Well... Not saying he's not like that because I, I I've already we've seen the homework on on NLE Chopper being certified in certain type of things, but um, this strikes me as his his first offense. Offense, yeah, yeah. You, and it strikes me as you have a good lawyer, you're a high yeah, profile yeah. case, and, and that makes it even better when it's your first offense, right? Um. Most first offenses, like, I don't care if it's a gun charge unless it's, like, federal. Like, they're, they're going to slap you on the wrist for your first one, especially, like like Kari said, if you have yourself a good lawyer. Um, yeah. Community service, year probation. To some uh, some classes, what do they say? Some He has to give all his guns away until he completes a, a gun safety course. <laughs> That's some bullshit, man. That's going to be the first thing that I fucking complete is the gun safety course. Right? I'm going right back up to the court. Yeah, I completed that. Get my guns back while I finish the rest of this. What the hell? Anyways. But he probably has to complete all that before he gets his, yeah, for his sure, things back. For sure. um, he actually made a post. I want to I want to read it. To begin where you start changing lives around you and begin to stand for something deep in your purpose, you become a target to certain to a certain group of people and also the devil. During this arrest, I was set up. Substances were planted on me that I did not consume, use, or own. My name was lied upon, and I was even mistreated in the process. Every media outlet, news channel, and etc. covered the story to paint a picture of me on a news surface I've been working so hard to create. This case will beat 
this this case will be beat. This was in 2021. I'm sorry. This case will be beat, and I will walk away a free man. Reminder: It's innocent until proven guilty, not guilty until proven innocent. Asking my supporters to stand firm with me and allow God to do His work. Thank you. Love y'all dearly. NLE. Cap. <laughs> Bro. Anytime. Oh my God. But y'all planted that shit. Bro, what are you talking about? But look, this is what I wanted to. I'm glad you said that because I, I wanted to ask you. You remember when he tried to. When he went through his NLE chakra stage? I do remember that. And he was trying to change his life around, of course. He started eating plant based and all this other shit he was saying. I still. I think he does still do a lot of that shit, which is fine. But uh, <laughs> I mean, like, bro, it's just. Every time a nigga get into some shit, it's always somebody else's fault. You mean to tell me you got plant somebody planted all that? Which I mean, it's possible, but somebody planted every last one of those charges on you in LA, right? The drugs, the gun, the armed robbery—they put you in that situation. I don't even you know what set fucking up. drug that is. Like maybe I'm just not. It sounds like a pill. Yeah, I know that for sure. But yeah. like maybe I'm just not. That is deep in the game as I thought I was, but yeah, I'm I'm calling Cap. But again, oh, oh, it's it's Xanax, it's Xanax. Oh. Okay, nigga, <laughs> bro, stop playing with us. Bro. And like now I know why you got a year probation. Like bro had Zanny, like bro had a Zanny on him. <laughs> bro got caught with a pistol and a Zanny. In a Zanny. Man, yeah, get this nigga, no real criminal, bro, nigga. Get this nigga some fucking probation <laughs> and get him the fuck out of my face. You ain't no. Real, you wasted that judge time. They um, was pissed. They were looking through the phone. They were like. <laughs> He had a Zant. He, he had to read the shit. He read the drug and they were like, ma'am, what is it? They The bailiff came out. He's like, it's a Zant. A what, nigga? <laughs> a Zanny. Uh, the court orders a year of probation and a 40 album. They, they, they didn't even waste no time. With nigga him, pounded man. that gavel so fucking right. fast. Oh, my God. You're going you're gonna to give back your guns until you complete a course. You're going to do 40 hours of community service and this, this, and that. Court adjourned. <laughs> Thanks for your time. But you're on court adjourned. <laughs> the yeah. fuck? Anyways. Crazy, right? They got one Xanax. They frame that. <laughs> um. All right, man. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, the other thing, we'll, I'll move on from that again too. Um, Sauce Walker. As we're talking about arrests, court cases, things of that nature, mm-hmm. I got a report to my phone midweek that Sauce Walker was in the hospital. After being in a very serious car accident, and he is handcuffed to the hospital bed right. as he took the police on a high-speed car chase that reached speeds over 130 miles per hour. Right. I got this this notification at like 6 in the morning, Corey. Yeah, this was like Thursday, Friday, huh? I wake up to this at like 6 in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck right. has gone on. <laughs> right. And if you from Texas, I'm not even gonna say people do specific crimes or this. Mm-hmm. If they did, Sauce Walker, like if you're from Texas, Sauce Walker's a pretty hush hush type of nigga when it comes to any kind of activity going on. Like, you don't hear about that shit happening with right. Sauce Walker. Like that whole TSF shit, that shit is hush hush. Right. <laughs> the fuck? And they got niggas in Dallas for it. That shit is hushed. Um, but according to court documents, Sauce Walker was charged with evading arrest or detention, motor vehicle, watercraft, or a tire deflation device. Um, 
The records show that he was released from jail on a $15,000 bond on Thursday. However, during a court appearance on Friday, the judge raised his bond back to $35,000, and they remanded him back into custody. I think he was released uh, released on Friday, but I'm still not 100% sure um, if something was recovered in the car, what happened, but... um. Took the police on the chase, 130 miles an hour, and crashed the shit out of that vehicle. I don't know if you saw the car. I didn't, but I, I saw the reports, and he took to his Instagram after to let everybody know. But, um, bro, like, you could have died. Sauce, let me see the, the vehicle if you get to it, bro. But same thing with you. When I saw this story, like I said, last week, I think it was Thursday morning. I was like, bro, ain't no way. I almost didn't want to believe it. So I immediately went to his own page and he had his his guys, um, the TSF crew, and it was just a phone call. They just like was recording the phone of him talking from the hospital bed. So you couldn't see him, but he gave like an announcement. And I was just like, bro, there's no way that Sauce Walker got into this. Is this a track hawk? I think it might have been a track hawk. Be a track but, hawk bro. That was, I mean, he ruined this bro. track hawk. Niggas make a whole like promo out of it. It's crazy. Bro, like you're lucky to be alive. <laughs> like what what happened? Oh my goodness. That hoe definitely had to flip a couple of times. Like it smashed on top on the roof. Yeah, bro. That's sick. Um he made a, a video and then he he made a post talking to the young niggas, basically telling him not to be stupid like he was. Mm. But this, I ain't gonna lie, Corey. Corey, what in what instance would you take the car? Like, would you take the police on a chase? I mean, if I even got, if you're not in that, like, even if you yeah, would never be in no, that no, instance. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm putting myself in it. I gotta have whatever the limit is for the, the amount of work. Like if it's okay, if it's weed, probably not gonna take you on a chase, bro. Even if I'm yeah, over, I might not take you on a chase. Even if I'm over the now, limit. we gotta pee. You going on a chase, right? But like, if I got. Something else other than we definitely take you on the chase. You've if, got to. If, if we if there's a switch on the Glock, we're going on the chase. Like yeah, if I can't get the <laughs> if you pull me over and I can't get this switch off, nigga. <laughs> and the thing is, bro, we we in Texas, we ain't near no water. You can't do a lot of chunking out the window, bro. So no. like, <laughs> you gotta chase, bro. And like you better know exactly where the fuck you are. Like, where we from, if you're going to take the cops on a chase, because uh, you better know you that you need to make a right, a left, a right, another right. Like, if I'm not in the neighborhood I grew up in, or maybe a couple of other ones, yeah. I don't even feel comfortable. Like, I'm not going to lie. Over the course of my life, I've dipped off and lost the police in my neighborhood before. In the car on foot. In the car. Uh, I've done it on foot. Oh, my gosh. Like I, I did it in the car. You're not going to... Ca- no, it was never you lit me up with the red and blues. It was one of those, oh, like, yeah, yeah. you can tell I'm they're tra- trailing, trailing me, oh, yeah, and I they're just it. waiting on you to make one fuck. They waiting on you to go a mile over. So, or not hit your blinker on some stupid shit. Yep. Or not come to a complete stop. Just some bullshit. There's a side over um, of the the... The neighborhood that we live in, dang, I almost just called it by its name. Gang. That is nuts. <laughs> um, by a homeboy that we used to, like, we used to hang with. He used to stay over on, like, on that side. On the, where the new houses are? Over by that side, close. Yeah. You can make a, a left, a right, another right, and end up in a place 
then them niggas will never find you ever yeah, again. Yeah. Like, like on a, on a, on a, like the towards the back side of the towards school. the back, like yeah, like there's some creeks and yeah, names of streets you can make a left. <laughs> it's gonna take you around. And, it's a few turns. Yeah, yeah, like you can. I don't and want. It's, and it's short street, so like you gotta get up to the turn before you can see the other way that they went. So you can really dip out it. Yeah, yeah and if they don't know you went that way, there's a way right next to it. That makes you think you're gonna go that exact way. You're not. Yep. <laughs> you're not. You're gone, buddy. Live to fight another day. Oh man. my God! You're in the good graces. <laughs> you're in your neighborhood's good graces again. <laughs> you're back. Yes, sir. Oh man, being a juvenile delinquent was so fun. Yeah, man. Like I said, I got away on foot one time. Uh, oh, I remember that night y'all got away on yeah, foot. Yeah, yeah. Man, it was uh, it was Halloween. Halloween party and a fight broke out inside or outside. Oh no, that remember. wasn't even that wasn't even that party that I'm thinking about then. That was a was summer it, party. It was a summer party. It was a summer party. Okay. I'm trying to remember. But a fight broke out inside or outside. Oh. I wait, can't remember. Is that what you're talking about? I really can't remember, bro. Are you talking about when that brawl broke out? Outside, right? The the part, all right. The fight started inside. And okay. I'm gonna have to give some context. Okay, okay, okay. Because that was nuts. Um, wait. Which one are you talking about? Are you talking about one right right over here? We dodged the cops that night. I think so. Did, yeah, did we? Okay. Um. Yeah, I think so. I think we they was, got called, but like, yeah, we was all outside and they pulled up. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. Um. All right. So I never thought that we were gonna ever I mean, detail this. No, 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 no. This, this is because similar. Even if we have like business like that happen. We do the hush hush thing. Oh, yeah. We never talked about this ever, and I don't think I've ever really talked about this with friends. Like I've never talked about this. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, we had a Halloween party that turned into like the biggest fucking beef brawl shit I've seen in in, in front of my eyes in my life. Like there's probably probably thirty niggas fighting. <laughs> like I can see in my in front of my face at least eighteen to twenty four niggas. Um, just throwing hands. I mean, you look one way, it's his body's dropping, getting slept to the left. His body's dropping, getting slept to the right. We're inside of this Halloween party. There's a guy that we used to beef with, but we cool these days. You know, we on some young boy stop the violence type shit. <laughs> so everybody's cool. We off in a party. So that's that's actually like. Damn near one of the homies in there at the moment. He's got he's got his back up against the refrigerator door. Um, and I think we were out of alcohol at that point anyway, right? So he's just chilling. There's a guy that walks up that doesn't know the party's out of alcohol. He thinks the drinks are in the fridge. Mind you, this guy that we had beef with, he has a he has a pretty a, a pretty decent not not decent all right that's a bad word he's a pretty hot temper short temper goddamn I mean like a fucking fuse I'm talking about a nigga like a black cat black cat fire away you know them bitches burn quick and not even like one of those like all right I'm gonna get loud start an argument with you like you get loud enough I'm up this blink and I'm gonna blow this <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna start I'm, I'm gonna blow this shit away all right. <laughs> So the guy with the short temper, he's standing back on back on the refrigerator. Guy approaches it, he wants a beer. So 
I'm standing it. I'm seeing the whole thing. I'm standing. I'm <laughs> listening to it. He like, hey, bro, can you move over real quick? I'm trying to get a beer. I don't know why uh, this guy, like, uh, like I said, our homeboy or almost of the sort at that point. Um, I don't know why, even though it wasn't his party, he took it upon himself <laughs> to become security over the refrigerator. And at that point, he just wanted to stand on business. He was like, yo, it's, it ain't no more beers, bro. I don't know why the other guy was so adamant on, on wanting to see. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy's like, bro, just move. I'll see myself <laughs> if there's beers in the refrigerator. <laughs> <clears throat> he doesn't know my guy like I He doesn't know this guy like I know him. Right, exactly. If you knew this nigga. Now, I, I'm not scared like that. But. If if you know this nigga, like as soon as he said, bro, it ain't no more beers. Like, bro, this <laughs> that just means there's no more fucking beers, okay? Bro goes, nah, like I don't give a fuck, bro. Move, like I'm a I'm gonna be the one to see if it's beers in here or not. <sighs> the moment this shit happens, I knew this was going left. Like, I I knew it. Something's going wrong. There's too much talk back. He was like, bro, back the fuck away from the refrigerator. Mm. Nigga, you back the fuck away from the refrigerator. All I see is the guy that um that we're kind of friends with. He punches the fuck out of this guy. Um, did he drop him? Did he sleep him? One hit quitter. Yeah, I think he <laughs> He hit him with that one hit a quitter. <laughs> one hit a quitter, bro. He went to sleep. Little to to our knowledge. Bro was here with a whole crew of niggas, Man. a crew of females, <sighs> um, and they all wanted to fight, and they wanted to fight everybody. <laughs> so a brawl ensued. It made its way from the living room of the house all the way outside to the backyard. And I mean, a, a not, not like pushing, shoving, a, a shit that like bitches do. This is a full-fledged fist fight brawl. <laughs> like, like you hearing Jaws click. Like, I'm hearing Jaws click. We, niggas are coming back in the house, bloody knuckles bloody and shit. knuckles, bro. Bloody shirts. Shirts ripped. So much so that car, my sister says I got hit by a car that night. <laughs> Now you're gonna talk about it, bro. It was so much shit going on. There was so much going on. Now I, I, I want you guys to know, I, I did not get hit by a car. That is fucking blasphemy. But um, Channing is adamant that I was hit by a car that night. There was so much alcohol, um, high tensions, and so much so that apparently I missed the fucking police coming. No, no, no. We had two different stories. Okay. I was talking about um, the police coming to the neighborhood. That we grew up in. It was a different night. They didn't come that night. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was saying. But that was a rowdy ass night. But I, I was thinking about like a na- like a neighborhood party when we were maybe like 15 or 16. Y'all all had to run from the police. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking about from the beginning. Okay. We were just off track. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all y'all were wild, wild boys. But yeah. I got up out there. <laughs> my mama. That was one of those stories of like my parents being old school parents. Mm-hmm. My mom found out no parents were gonna be at that party tonight. Ended all that shit. Like, and this is the thing. 
I even got it cleared up. Shout out Naya, because that was Naya's party. Yep, yep. I got Naya's sister to act like the mom on the phone. What happened on top of this is Channing wanted to go out that same night too. She had a party. My dad, like Channing is two years older than me. So at this point, Channing's 17 or 18 or, and I'm 15. Mm-hmm. My dad gave me a, a curfew that was like three hours later than Channing. My mother and my father got into the biggest <laughs> fucking argument I've probably ever heard them get into over that shit. To the point where my dad came back in the room, he was like, man, just be cool. He was like, just stay at home, man, man. You just don't go yeah, to that party. He was like, you're like, you going to make this way worse. Are you fucking kidding? And I had to hear about the weekend, at, like the, the Monday after. The party was so lit, everybody had to run from the cops. Yeah. You know how fucking mad, I, nigga, I had my outfit sitting on the bed for that party. <laughs> Are we for real? Yeah, got active that man. I ain't gonna lie. Niggas was getting hoes and shit. <laughs> In the neighborhood, too. and it was two street over. Like yeah, it was to the point thing. you could have walked to that. Bitch. No, no, no. It was so bad. Like you walk outside, you could hear that motherfucker. I, I swore I could hear that motherfucker going on, bro. I'm like, man, they right over there, yeah, dog. Because yeah, yeah, you yeah. know she was two streets behind. Exactly. She literally lived on the flip flop side from your house. Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> we shared we shared diagonal backyards, bro. Which I could have hopped the fence. Which was the worst part? All I had to say was that I was, was staying at your house. house, bro. We wasn't. We hadn't got to that point yet. We reached out in like a few years, like maybe a year after that. We started, yep. We learned the game. I'm just gonna go kick it at bro house, mama. But also, my people wasn't gonna go for it because I had already told them about the party. Oh yeah, you already fucked up. I had already <laughs> fucked up. So then, imagine yeah. after that, I was like, uh, I'm gonna stay tonight at Cari house. <laughs> no, the fuck you're not, buddy. <laughs> you bring your motherfucking uh, ass home. Yeah, well, I said we learned. Oh, we learned from our mistakes for sure. All right, man. But we talked Sauce Walker. We only got a couple things to talk about. Sorry to sidetrack, but let's keep going on. This might be the biggest news topic of the fucking week, Corey. Gillian Wallow were on a million dollars worth of game. Shout out Gillian Wallow. Um, and they were talking about all the beef that was going down like in the rap game. And, and Gilly was basically saying, like, all of this shit is really not that serious, man. Like, if we could have for like a Gillian Wallow fest, if we could have Lil Dirk. And NBA Youngboy both take the stage that night, it would be able to end the beef and show that this shit is not that serious. Right. Now, to the contrary, um, even though we we received different information that I'm gonna get into, I disagree with Gilly. Um, once we start shedding blood, it's that serious. Like once once we've got to the line that your side has has shed blood, um, or or we got bad blood off off killing. No, no, no. It's serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and until we get to give back and you're okay with that shit without spinning back, it's not like it's not okay. Um nevertheless, a couple hours later, maybe a day later, something like that, we got a response from NBA Youngboy. And we already saw how NBA Youngboy came at Joe Budden this week. <laughs> NBA Youngboy is a, a, a firecracker. He he ended up coming back after Joe Budden apologized, and he was like, yo, it's just entertainment, man. But this is the calmest I've ever heard NBA Youngboy respond to a blogger or a podcaster, but I think NBA Youngboy just respects the streets. 
I just and I, I think he has a lot of respect for Gilly. Um, he said like, "Oh gee," he was like, "You must not know." Me and Dirk talk on the phone like every other day. Mm. That shit is probably the biggest plot twist not on the bingo card of hip hop 2023. Maybe to just stop the violence actually works. Are you being funny? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, or maybe he really meant that shit. Maybe he did, bro. Some shit, right? Maybe. Have Lil Durk and NBA Youngboy really gotten together and and uh and talked out the fact that like we our beef is good for 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 money? For money, more maybe. Because the same way that he ended the shit like a couple of days ago with Joe Budden and he rode off on a horse, it was like, y'all niggas fall for anything. It's just entertainment. <laughs> entertainment. You niggas just get hype over everything. I would say um it didn't start that way with Youngboy, absolutely. It did not. He had to get that professional part. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he learned over time. Maybe there were some couple OGs that had some side conversations with him and let him know. And he'd been on house arrest in Utah away from, from everybody, bro. So. And learned that it's not that serious. True. He's only really had the opportunity to have phone conversations with a lot of niggas. So I would say he learned over time, like, yeah, we could really make a game out of this to sell records or to make money or to boost whatever popularity, whatever they needed it to be. Right. I think, yeah, we can make the case and say, like, he ain't the only one that do that shit or they ain't the only one that do that Absolutely shit. Absolutely not. There's plenty of people that I know they're cool under wraps. Like, right. you remember the Boondocks episode where... um. Rallo, Rallo, good love, and, 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 the, and the white, white one, the white yeah, lady. They talk the shit the whole fucking thing, yeah, yeah. and then they were cool behind the scenes, just like Charlemagne and Tommy Lauren. Right. Um. Nah, if y'all think that shit doesn't happen in a rap game, it fucking does. If you ask me, if Six Nine beefed with all those niggas he was beefing with back then, I think it was the same shit. That yeah. nigga sent DMs right after that. Sh- this is just entertainment. I, I promise I have all the respect in the world for you. I don't mean anything by it. <laughs> right. Let's be for real. <laughs> Shit happens all the time. Right. Um, do NBA Youngboy and Dirk take the stage soon? No. I don't see it. Unless right. it's uh, Gilly and Wallow at their shit. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. Okay, at their shit, yeah. NBA Youngboy said he'd do it. Okay. And right after that, NBA Youngboy said, I've been trying to get Dirk to come up to Grave Digger Mountain. That's what he... Co- this nigga's fucking scary. Yeah, like, that's why I be like... What the fucking that's fuck? <laughs> you call your fucking house up there on, on house arrest, Grave Digger Mountain? He was telling Joe Button, he was like, that nigga's scared to come up to Grave Digger Mountain. Uh, fucking right. I'm not going anywhere called Grave Digger Mountain. I'm scared just watching this video. That sounds just as scary as that fucking forest that niggas go kill themselves in in Japan. <laughs> Grave Digger Mountain? Thanks, what? Man. It's like suicide forest. I'm not going. Um, And Lil Dirk said that he'd been trying to get him, um, he'd been trying to get up there, but NBA Youngboy wouldn't let him. But NBA Youngboy said the only reason why he hasn't allowed... Dirk to come up to the studio to record with him is because his PO won't approve Dirk to come up there. Mm. And that makes all the sense in the fucking world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense because 100%. it just it just sounds like 
even if they are for real and they trying to make music, it sounds like a setup and somebody's going to shoot some shit up and somebody's going to fucking die. It just sounds like danger, bro. It, it literally screams danger. NBA Youngboy and Lil Durk in the same room is danger. That is a, that is fucking chaos, Corey. Yeah. yeah, so again, to the question you asked me, I'm going to still... I'm going to say no. Again, if it's Gilly and Wallow, because I know they do their little, what's Gilly, it called? Gilly Fest. I know they do that. And I've seen how cool that is. And I've seen how many people show support. So I can see it there. But on their own terms, absolutely no, not. No, 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 no. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Like absolutely to be to not. be 100% honest, it has to be at something like that or at an OVO Fest or at, at some shit like that, a right. Dreamville Fest, because if... NBA Youngboy popped up to a Lil Durk concert, it'd be a setup. I'm not saying that NBA, like that Lil Durk would do that, but all the OTF around, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be at least one nigga in the crew that's still not cool with yeah, the way shit's going, it. even if they're trying to push the positivity. Exactly. Same thing if Dirk were to pop up at an NBA um concert, there's gonna be one nigga in the crew that just can't let that shit slide. And that's gonna be the one nigga that ends up like shitty cuz that 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 fucked off nip. Tuh. No, it would have to be at some organized shit. They'd have to be at a no, nah, I don't even want no benefit. Like <laughs> niggas, every nigga died a benefit. I, was just, I don't even want no niggas in the crowd. <laughs> okay. They can't shoot dice together. Nah, like, like, I don't know. Nah, hell no. Nah. Hell like, no, nah, bro. I don't even want to see them niggas in the same. They can't go to the chicken spot together. Yeah, like they don't even need to link. I don't want y'all niggas to sit down at a five star restaurant together because yeah. niggas is just drive by on dumb shit. Yeah, just just keep uh, Facetime or however they communicating on the phone. These niggas can only go to the Gilly Fest and link at Drake's house. That's where they need. That's where niggas need to meet up to Canada. squash beef. <laughs> Canada. You have to go to Drake's <laughs> mansion funny. to squash beef. From here on out, nigga. Yeah, nah. That's, that's the only place. If, if a fight break out, you can separate these niggas on the east and west wing. <laughs> the fuck? You can't even, can't even shoot that far down the house, nigga. <laughs> niggas' fucking house is huge, house, man. Right. The fuck? Yeah, Bullet only yeah. go halfway down the house and yeah, he just yeah, drops yeah. in the air, nigga. <clears throat> that's funny. But if this is if this is all real and, and they do link, there is music, there is positivity, there is a reconciliation. Mm-hmm. This this might be some of the biggest shit you've ever seen in rap because if you think about it, NBA YoungBoy and Dirk are some of the biggest that it gets in this game today. There was real blood shed between this. This could have gotten to a real Biggie Pac type of situation, and if niggas squash this shit, that's big. Yeah, because uh, honestly, if you think about two niggas that really don't give a fuck enough to just start spilling shit. Until everybody's gone, it's them. Them niggas will get shit going the Biggie and Pac way if they needed to. Mm-hmm. If for for them to come back together, they already saying they have a conversation on the phone. Biggie and Pac couldn't even do that. Niggas couldn't even get on the phone, cause <laughs> imagine if niggas could at least got on the phone and be like, "Hey, bro, like I really didn't like shoot at you." <laughs> like, like, I really didn't. To know just them to just say that, bro. Like, I really did not know them niggas in the elevator, bro. I promise. Have we had that convo? I no, know. I'm bringing it for the pot. I'm bringing it for the pot. You just did it like no. last episode. Pot, 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 pot. So you mean to tell me that Biggie was the king of New York, huh? <laughs> Biggie the king of New York. He don't have. He don't have to be the niggas that shot him, and he didn't have to be behind it. 
Nigga, you be in Quad Studio all the time. This your city. You don't know who did nothing. You don't have a fucking clue. Nothing. Nah, that's that bad boy <laughs> shit. See, look, and now all this shit that's going on with Diddy, like, you can't tell me that them <laughs> niggas had no idea who shot Pac at Quad Studios, bro. Diddy been a dirty motherfucker forever, bro. Diddy dirty money. Biggie probably did have no idea. You think? Diddy probably set that whole shit up. Oh, like <laughs> this nigga Pac came up the stairs leaking and bleeding the fuck out. They like, shit, bro. So I don't know, nigga, but we called the police. <laughs> bro, that is fucking crazy, man. <clears throat> and Pac lit up a cigarette with four bullets in him. Yep. Real nigga. No, but really, really think, what was that going to do for you in that moment? The cigarette? Like, just you, just, just make you not think about, it's it, just the- It's, it's not, added, though. It's adding to the <laughs> adrenaline rush that he was already having. It is literally, like, not. It's only going to make you shit. <laughs> Maybe he thought he was going out, and in that moment, ah, I gotta have this I before just, I go. So yeah, get a cigarette. No, 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 no. Now that you say that, like, and plus, we just thinking about fucking Anthony Mackie in in Notorious. We don't know if the this nigga lit up a cigarette or not. <laughs> the worst fucking betrayal Pac I've ever seen. And it's crazy because sometimes when I think of Tupac. I think of fucking Anthony Mackie, and he looks nothing like Tupac, man. Uh, what the fuck? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, this Tupac nigga. He he looked so much not like Tupac. He had to announce in every scene who the fuck he was, so niggas <laughs> know. Like, who the fuck? Is like, who the, oh, Tupac. What <laughs> the fuck? Sorry, guys. I got right, off the rails. Right, right. <clears throat> I think we only got one more topic though. Um, hate bringing this shit up. Like, it's. Like super important. Cardi, you saw Offsetting Cardi. They did the unfollow. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I heard the news. Um, if you ask me, and this sounds crazy, this was just some some shit to stir up so niggas stop thinking about Nikki's album dropping on Friday. Possibly. From I promise, all I think about when I think of this is. What can we do to take eyes off of Nikki's album dropping on Friday? Or, like, I've also heard some bogus-ass rumors over the last couple of days that, like, Blueface is running around telling social media that Krishan and Offset fucked. I don't believe that. Yeah, I've seen that, too. I don't believe that. They also um, did that Baby Shark <laughs> shit with their family recently. Off Shark. There was a promo in that, so it could be related to that as well. So, mm. like, it's a lot that go on. But to the point... Them unfollowing each other again, don't care. I don't care about married niggas unfollowing each other. Like, like they probably just mad at each other right now. <laughs> like, well, if really y'all are not married, the unfollowing <laughs> means that we broke. Nigga, y'all are, are right. legally binded. I do not give a fuck. Exactly. Like, ain't no divorce papers, ain't no this. And Cardi seemed like a real one. She's sticking around. Like, so, hey guys, they're going to follow each other back soon. Right. It's probably just for a promo, free promo, like you said. Je- je- jealous ass bitch. Oh, my fault. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I'm like, damn, I don't know. It, was, it was out of nowhere. Yeah. It was out of nowhere. Shouldn't have done it. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up, though. I don't have more to say about Cardi and Offset. I don't care that much about yeah. an unfollowing on Instagram. Where will their relationship go next? <laughs> Find out on the next episode. Yeah, like, no. Fuck that. Um, but no, that should pretty much take care of it. That was episode 281 of the Rise and Grind podcast. We'll see you guys on 
Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Yes, sir. Uh, it's your boy, Roger. I'm Jakari. All right, man, let's get out of here. Yeah, spicy like a motherfucker, but I'm sweet, sweet, sweet. Teacher used to ask me what I wanna be, I wanna be flea. I don't wanna be your friendly with you, girl, like Ross and Phoebe. Time be way too speedy, baby, if you love me, then keep me. I'm 100, don't need no one to complete me. I'm too steezy, not really, I'm popping 3D. I like them sneaky, I like them good girls, I like them freaky. I like them sleepy, I like the big buzz, I like them cheesy. Cocoa butter, cocoa butter, cocoa butter, cocoa butter. I'm so smooth, I'm so smooth, I'm on loose. Then the elementary tooth, watch me move, girl. I don't know how to lose, yeah. I'm in my own world, I'm in my own world, I'm in my own world, I'm in my own world. And it's so much better, and it's so much better, and it's so much better, and it's so much better. I'm in my own world, I'm in my own world, I'm in my own world. I'm in my own world And it's so much better I choose the weather I do whatever Ever, 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 ever 2 a.m. in it, bitch In my cream, double knee, color piss It's all hands in the pit I ain't playing, sending them bliss Trying to park in your seat Drop the logo out of nowhere you be Rock a ride on my skin and my clothes Better not go around here wearing my coat In the back had a quick thought No, this ain't my fault She just got picked off No, I cannot stop, no Baby in love with a man, let her be I know she low-key still fucking on me This ain't the life that I wanted to be The cheaters and eaters be rocking with me Fresh off a of wax when she bring it to me She let it grow out when she back with a fool Only without her, I don't wanna be Digging that pussy as well, I can see it She fucking on me Dropping clues on your way out to me. Drop the boat trying to park in your seat. Drop the logo out of nowhere you be. Rock a ride on my skin and my clothes. Better not go around here wearing my coat. In the back had a quick thought. No, this ain't my fault. She just got picked off. No, I cannot stop. No, she fucking on me. Dropping clues on your way out to me. Drop the boat trying to park in your seat. Drop the logo out of nowhere you be. She asked me, am I gonna be the only, only one? And I respond only if I'm your true lover. Beat up that pussy, I leave it wet, stain through the sheets and it go through your bed Everything proper about her, I'm giving her knowledge, I'm not finna play with your head Wait, I got a problem with commitment, yeah. goddamn I got a problem I admit Wait, I know it may sound like I'm tripping, but look at all the cheating bad bitches I'm hitting But I'm still in love, so in love, still in love with you yeah. To the point I don't even know what to do